welcome to a new episode of the Brohams podcast. This is take two, a messed up take one. It happens. It's Marcel. It's Rike, currently horse, because Texas didn't like the fact that I went to Florida for two days. Um, I'm a taco lover, hiker, uh, management at New Texas Pro. I'm a massage therapist. I'm a retired pro wrestler, I chef sometimes. I mow yards. Robert, we go get to you in a you, second. I gotta finish running down my resume. Yeah, some of that. But uh, I, <laughs> oh, I think all these are true, especially the mowing the lawns part. That massage therapist ain't no. Hey, <laughs> hey, I got, hey, I got the pans. Okay, and <laughs> I, I got the pans. Shit, when I'm when I'm giving massages, I even gave myself a massage name. My massage name is called Kung Ching Pow. That's what I call myself when I'm giving people massages. Your massaging you is bull, bull shit. <laughs> <laughs> Look, first off, first off, you gonna put some respect on the motherfucking resume. That's what we gonna do today on this glorious what is it Wednesday night? Yeah, you gonna put some respect on my night. resume on this glorious well, well, Lord has made for us. I don't, I, Robert, Robert, go ahead and introduce yourself. You meat chopping son of a bitch. Damn. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. My name is uh, Robert. As always, uh, follow me on uh, Twitter. Here, Blazik. Also, I do work at the meat department. Also, uh, been around a kitchen or two. Uh, that's pretty much it. I don't have that long of a resume. Robert, you just okay. I did a lot of. I, did a lot I, of I drugs, actually, so. I, I do. And drinking. I, my boy Robert be chopping that meat. Pause. Me beating meat. Pause. Mm. <laughs> Ain't no pause. We pause. fast forward. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say you know. I'd be you know putting up some chicken, some chicken here and there. Oh, so you're in a bestiality. Whoa. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> now, they know alleged. You better explain that, Robert. <laughs> oh, what? Did you need a chicken? You know, Wait. you season some chicken sometimes. Nah, bro. We, we ain't going to skate past that. You got to yeah. you, you gotta go against these uh, bestiality claims. <laughs> yeah. Oh, whoa. That's not the first time someone's claiming a bestiality. Wait, well, hold so up. he not de- hold up, so he not denying it. That's the main. No, problem. no, I'm denying that. No, no hell no. <laughs> no wonder, no wonder they the stopped calling. No wonder they stopped calling him out to work at the expo. He was looking at the horses like, damn, look at the yams on that horse. Oh shit. Oh, I remember the exact reason why. I I think they tried to call me in, and then I didn't I didn't go in. I think by the time at the expo. By the time they started calling me again, I'd already had like two jobs. <laughs> so how was this show? Where were you working at by then? Probably Barnes and Noble and fucking Old Navy at the time. And you still couldn't pick up an Asian chick any uh, any of those places? <laughs> I was trying to make money. What the fuck is you talking you about? <laughs> like, you on blast? <laughs> I don't know why. I'm like I'm trying to make money. <laughs> I want you to be happy, Marcel. That's why <laughs> I'm happy making money. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you just slid that in you there. Sound visible. That's nah, just my natural cadence. Barnes and Nobles <laughs> and Old Navy. Well, Barnes and Noble was uh, a good job. The pay just wasn't great. You should have worked at Hastings. I'm wearing a fucking Hastings. Why? So I can watch it close? <laughs> 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 like, I show went in there when they were closing. No bought shit, but it turned into a Halloween fest or whatever the fuck that store is called. Yeah, that's what every store that dies yeah. becomes. One of them Halloween costume stores. That's totally, <laughs> totally, totally random. Y'all listeners can't see this, but my man Robert's out here looking like goddamn 2021 version of Joe Dirt. Like he got, the truck, <laughs> he got the trucker hat on with the mustache. That man look like yeah, the Bill. Haircut. Looking like Bill from King of the Hill. <laughs> Bill? 
at any point in time, Robert's gonna open up the trailer and talk about something. Which one of you like take crap sisters? Fuck my cousin. Yeah, don't I nobody wish I had mess a beer right now. Don't nobody I had, like, mess with my cousin. Beer. Or about to pop up in a white claw. <laughs> white claw and just crush it with my fist as after I'm done. My favorite thing to do drinking cans, you just crush it. Sometimes it's your head. I don't know how you white people find excitement in that. I don't know. I, you need to start drinking beer, Marcel. That's for Fuck you know. no. Beer tastes like depression and piss. In that order. <laughs> and it works. <laughs> <laughs> and it works. I remember that when I played beer pong the first time. I said, people drink this shit for fun? Oh my god, you drink beer pong beer. That's like natural light. That's the piss beer. You gotta drink the Beer, the real beer, you know. Robert, I, mean? I don't know what beer pong you play, but in San Antonio, we had actual money, so we didn't have natural light beer pong. And there was a dumb what time. Have, what was it? Was it Bud Light? Something like that. I don't know. I'm not white. Oh. I, don't, I don't pick up beers. Bud Light's nasty. Right. Every beer is nasty. That's a lie. You wouldn't. You would know. You fucking drunk. <laughs> Ricky, yeah, help me out with this, man. Tell him beer's good. Uh, I, I, I partake every once in a while. I'm too broke. Like to, had, I'm too broke to drink beer. That's how I know I couldn't get addicted to that. Or we, I'm too broke to get I, either. I had like three of them when I was in Tampa. That that was. What were you I, drinking? That's what made you uh, want sick. I probably, I had a shot of tequila, there and you then go. I think I had three Ronas after that. Okay, okay. You got Corona. Corona. Uh, wait, hold on. Before, <laughs> hey, hey, before we go any further, anybody listening, I'm two times tested negative on coronavirus. <laughs> so, <laughs> this two is times. a wrestling championship, two top tested negative. Yeah, I tested negative. I was kind of worried once I got back from Tampa. I was like, I went to a lot of airports. I was like, <sighs> a, lot of, a lot of people with like the straight up no mask in Tampa, huh? Yeah, in, Florida, I almost, in general, they don't give a fuck. Yeah, like you go to Florida, it's like Corona never happened. The motherfuckers be like, we don't believe in mythical beings around here. I was like, it's an illness. We don't believe in mythical beings. Like, oh, okay. What do I always say, kids? Cut the state off. (laughs) Cut the whole state off. Let it drift. I said, when 45 was talking about building that wall, I said, if you build that shit around Florida, you got my money. I'll pay for that shit if you build it around Florida. Don't mess with Mexico. Put that shit around Florida. Keep them away from everybody else. Yeah, he don't. he he lost me when he said that shit. I'm like, you talking about canceling Mexico, nigga? Like, bro, you canceling off all that good ass food. What food is Florida giving to the country? Nothing. Mexico's giving like a lot of great shit to America. You talking about cutting them off and putting the wall up? You sap stucky motherfucker. Damn. Like, how dare you? <laughs> it was funny as hell. Did what was he, it? Did I he think? not like tacos? I guess like he just apparently like he only ate fast food. Because he was afraid somebody was gonna poison his food. Look, That's a man with darkness in his past. I don't. I don't look. That motherfucker ate filet o fish. I never trusted anything he said once I found that out. When they I said like, oh, he had you a, know the filet o fish with the fresh. Yeah, y'all don't remember black sauce. Y'all don't remember that photo where he like ordered all that shit from McDonald's and it was like twenty filet o fish sitting on the table. Oh God, those are good when they're fresh. That's what I'm saying, Robert. Eat a dick. Okay. <laughs> you put a little mac sauce on there, a little bit of pickle. No, you're not gonna. You're not gonna try to sell me off filet fish. Uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> Like, I can't even. That's eat their seafood. first famous sandwich, by the way. I can't even eat seafood no more. But shit, just the fact that I just the fact that I got family from Mississippi. 
I just find the filet of fish at McDonald's disrespectful. I'm about to say, how are you like, from Mississippi <laughs> and don't eat seafood, though? I'm a, I, uh, look, hey, short story time here. Back in 2014, they had endless shrimp at Outback, right? So, of course, my black ass, I was going to town. I had about 20 plates. I was cleaning the motherfuckers. So, I'm driving home. I'm feeling fine. I'm feeling fine. I'm, like, in my room listening to music. Next thing I know, I started itching. And then I wouldn't stop itching. Then the next thing you know, like I got a little hive set up going on on my stomach. Went to the shower, tried to, maybe I'm dirty or something, so let me take a quick shower. Next thing I knew, I was covered in fucking hives. Nigga, I look like a thing from Fantastic Four. Let's get any 20 fucking plates of shrimp. So, luckily, I was living like right across the Metroplex. So I drove over there and the lady was like, oh shit, baby, you got hives. I was like, yeah, no shit. Come to find out I had a seafood allergy because my lips started swelling up like Professor Clump and shit. Like, that's how I knew it was a problem. That's like, wild, like, that, that can actually happen, though. Like, if you eat too much of a certain seafood at one time, you can actually get allergic to that shit. I'm like, how the fuck? Matt, that's like, why I, I try to spread it out like three times a month. I don't eat seafood I, I that just, much in general just because I just don't crave it. But I, I crave it. I crave it every once in a while. And then I'd be like, well, I ain't trying to die from eating seafood. If I die from eating... Like, that night, I was thinking, God, that, like, I got to the emergency room because I was thinking to myself, like, man, if I had, like, choked on my tongue and I had made it to heaven, I would have had to ask God, like, yo, you got to let me run that back. I can't get killed by no shrimp. <laughs> That's how they feel like, what happened? Right. That shrimp got him. Nigga, what? <laughs> <laughs> that seafood allergy. <laughs> Them scrimps. This motherfucker had bronchitis when he was a baby and he eats shrimp and he dies? What kind of shit is this? <laughs> What kind of anticlimactic shit is this? So how many flights did you have from Florida? From Florida, Tampa to Miami to Dallas. A total of four. Shit. Damn. Wait, you went from Tampa? They sent you from, you went to Tampa airport? Yeah, when I was on my way. From there? Yeah, when I was on my way back, I went to Tampa. Then they went me, then I went to Miami for like, I had a layover for three hours. And then I flew from Miami to Dallas. And I was laid over there for like an hour and some change. And then, unfortunately, I had to come back to Colleen. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so how was the trip overall? Oh, it was great. Um, the first thing me and Max Height said, we, because um, we went out once I landed, because we were actually going to be on the same flight. But here's how fucked up Colleen is. Okay, so I'm leaving Colleen, right? Everybody's on a plane. We're like, yeah, we're about to go to we're about to go to Dallas because we got to go from Dallas to go to Tampa. So we're like excited. So next thing you know, the guy comes on a PA and says, uh, "Sorry for the inconvenience, folks, but there's a lot of traffic at the Dallas airport. So we're going to be sitting here for like 40 minutes." I was like, "Colleen just will never let me go, huh?" So we just literally sat there. Dude had like already started backing out of there. And we just had to sit there for like 40 minutes. And then I missed my flight to Tampa. Oh shit. And then they had to like reschedule me <clears throat> for a later flight. So it's like once I actually got in Tampa, me and Max Heights both said the same thing. Like, bro, the air here is so much better. I was like, yeah, we surrounded by all that water. <laughs> well, yeah, Texas but, got all that uh all that cedar and shit. Yeah, but um we went out that night. Funny, funniest moment that happened at the club though was um Max had brought his cousin out there, Henry, and some girl had walked up to him, got his number and all that shit. So she bumps into me 
like runs her hands over my face and pulls me in. Is like, hey, what's your name? And I'm uh, thinking to myself, like, wait, hold on, you just got done trying to hit on my homie. So I'm like looking at Henry. Henry's looking at me, and I'm looking at Henry, thinking to myself, like, look, bro, if you don't want her, I will take her. Okay, she's fine as fuck. But if you want her, you need to come get her before she get blacked out here in these streets. Oh God. But- Oh my God! Whoa, whoa! Hell no, nah. bro. She. What kind of club are you going to? Jesus. It, we were in Ebor City. It's like Sixth Street for Tampa, I guess. So. Oh okay. <laughs> uh, so that's where, that's where all the magic happens, I guess. Yeah. So Max was like, "You a good dude for that." I was like, "Yeah, I I don't fuck with my friends. If like my friends are trying to hook hook up with a chick, I don't fuck." But yeah, if, yeah, you don't want to be a cockblocker. If Henry would have like I mean, said, if it's no, your cock I, she want, is it blocking or you just facilitate? You know what? <laughs> I wish I had thought about it. <laughs> I could have. You should have went for the three way, bro. No, I, I mean, a- it's it's. Mm-hmm. See, look at you. Anyway, <laughs> look, I appreciate you trying to share, but not everybody want to do that shit. So it's like, look, I got you, and and that was a very bro move that you did. But the whole thing was, yeah. it's only cop blocking if he trying to get at her. And then you just swoop in and start talking to her. The fact that she glanced over from him to you and specifically started talking to you, that's not cop blocking anymore. She's just not interested in him at that point. Huh. I wish I had had that brain that, that night. Cause I could take like, take advice from uh, me who gets no bitches. That's exactly how it went. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, honestly, she well, not bitches, women, but it just in just in general social standing, that's pretty much what that means. She was like, and eh, she probably saw what he had to offer and was like, I guess, but then she saw you and she said, "Ooh, yeah, so I it." You. So I don't she, know. she was, she was fine as fuck too. I was like, "Oh man, well, it was, I, I just, it was, I was Tampa." I was, rather. I was thinking like, man, if she hadn't hit up, if she, <clears throat> I was thinking if she hadn't talked to Henry first, then I definitely would have like swooped in. But I was like, I didn't want to do my dude like that. You over there in Florida with all them Cubanas and, ooh. yeah, I, I told, uh, told Max Dominican like, girls. I was like, man, Florida might be the move. He's like, hell yeah, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it too. <laughs> um, I was like, I see why like WWE moved all their business out there though. But uh, anyway, it's, it's so like I um like you were talking about the season, the air is better. I'm like, yeah, when you get out of Texas, Texas got all that cedar and shit. I yeah. realized that when I came here, started living here because you know when I was in Texas, my allergies would fuck. Yeah, like I wouldn't be able to, I'd be able to breathe, but I'd be using, I'd be chugging, fucking downing Alka Seltzers and shit. Since I got here, <laughs> shit, I breathe like yeah. I never breathed before. <laughs> That's what I, I was telling. Uh, what you say, Robert? Oh yeah, my bad. I was gonna say, yeah, I got that mountain weather, bro. I, I'm breathing that mountain air. It was pretty fresh. <laughs> I was telling my mom, I was like, I've I've been feeling like shit since I got back to, but um, that's a sign. Though. Yeah, um, yeah, it's allergy season <laughs> down there, right in the middle of it too. Yeah, um, so that was Thursday night. We went out. Friday was a show. Um, fuck, that was like the best show. I don't know. I'm gonna try to say this as humbly as I possibly can, but New Texas Pro shows are typically good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't know if I told y'all this, but the show went so well in Florida that. At the end of it, we got a new Texas chant in Florida. I was like, I looked at, we were like looking around. Go. We were looking around at each other like, 
Wait, so we got a bunch of Floridians chanting New Texas. Um, Roxy, show, Roxy showed out with Deanna Perrazzo. Deanna loved her so much, she shouted her out on Twitter. You know, good job, Roxy. Um, Roxy's been wrestling since she was fucking 15, I think. Damn, she went the England route then, wrestling that young. Yeah, I think she started in Laredo. Yeah, she started training in Laredo, and then she trains with Book at, over at his school in Houston. Um, the whole car was good overall. AJ Gray and Brian Keith beat the shit out of each other. Um, fuck. We had a bomb-ass fatal four with El Fuego, Myron Reed, and Izzy James. That was, like like I said, the whole show was good. Um, we need to start talking about New Texas Pro more often on this show, but... Um, hey, the show bag, so if you want to talk more about it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what else can I say? But shit, that whole day was crazy. I, I, it was something I never heard of before. Apparently, they've done it for years. It's like a 24-hour block of wrestling. So oh, wow. they're just doing show after show after show after show after show. And I was just like, holy shit. So Max was saying next year when they do this in Dallas, I'm going to try to wrestle three times in one day. I was like, man, I was like, even if I was wrestling, I don't even know if I would put myself through that shit. <laughs> but um, shit, I was like, have at it. But um, the overall Tampa experience was great. I honestly didn't want to come home. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, don't blame you. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to doing that again next year in Dallas. We're already talking about what we're gonna do next year. Um, I actually saw AT and T Stadium when I was taken off from Dallas, so that was pretty cool. Um, but other than that, <clears throat> other than almost you know, blacking some white girl out there in Tampa, the overall Tampa experience was good. Huh, that's good. I think. Uh... The whole weekend of wrestling was good, it feels like. Yeah. Um, it's, um, I think everybody was, like, the mood, the morale was very high because, you know, everything was locked down a year ago. So everybody was just really happy to finally be back doing this again. You know, it, it's not, it wasn't as big as other years, of course, but um, it's a start. Better yet, a restart because... Most of the times when there's when there's a WrestleMania in the city, there's a lot of indie promotions that try to get their foot in the door. I mean, this year was smaller for obvious reasons, but morale overall was pretty high. <clears throat> That's good. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, with that, we might as well go into it. WrestleMania and TakeOver Stand and Deliver were last week, as of this recording, both yeah. shows, two nights. TakeOver Prelude, was that also that week? Yeah. Okay. It, that also happened. I actually watched that before we came on. I just finished it not long before we came on. I know and Robert. I not. Yeah, I about to say, I know you didn't watch it. <laughs> I, d- I did watch night one and night two of Stand and Delivered. Where'd you watch? <laughs> I thought it was probably some of the best wrestling I've seen in a really long time. Where did you watch it? <sighs> oh, where? On Peacock? Say Peacock with no commercial break. Well, it was weird because watching it on Peacock was weird in the sense that obviously it was night one anyway, was also yeah, on night USA. One was weird. So it had like commercial breaks, but at the same time, it's like what, they throw the commercial on Peacock so the sound to go out for like a second, then it would start back and then Joseph and then Vic Joseph starts commentating again mm-hmm. for however long the commercial break is. And then the auto, <laughs> then the audio would stop again. And then start back because they came out of commercial. I'm like, what the fuck? I was just, 
I, I didn't watch it live for obvious reasons, but um, when I was watching it, I was like, I hope it doesn't stay muted the entire time because I typically don't care for commentary when I'm watching wrestling. <laughs> I do, depending on the commentary. Um, yeah, it depends on who it is. Um, who was commentating I, this one? It was Vic Joseph, Way Barrett, and, and Beth. Beth. Yeah, same yeah. crew, same NXT crew. Um, <clears throat> so we gonna go into thoughts. Um, yeah, overall thoughts on the show. I thought it would. The show was good. Yeah, Kushida and Pete Dunn did what I figured they were gonna do. Yeah, that was I, the first match of night one. I man, I kind of like the fact that. The thing that I like most about NXT is they, they let these guys go out there and fight. Because I was thinking, like, man, if Kushida and Pete Dunn's match go the way I'm seeing it in my head, that's probably going to be the best thing on night one next to Chopper and Walter. Um, I thought I thought uh, Pete Dunn and Kushida did a great job. Yeah, with, they did very good. They matched well together. Apparently that match happened organically backstage because um, – Pete Dunn was cutting. Triple H said Pete Dunn was cutting a promo about how he was the best technical wrestler in the world, and yep. Kushida was like actually watching on a monitor. And William Regal looked to him and Sean and said, "Damn, that's the match I'd actually want to see." And that's how that match came about. I, I put like, uh, in, I put that in, in my notes. Kushida and Dunn start better starting match than AEW starting match. <laughs> I don't even know what was on AEW that week. I didn't give a shit. So. I didn't either. I just know that was a way better opener than anything AEW's <laughs> ever opened with. Wait, I know what their opener was. It was Hangman Page versus Max Caster. Yeah, that she didn't Pete Dunn shit on that. That That's was a really good match for Pete Dunn. Um, that Gauntlet Eliminator. I like Bronson Reed, but I kind of wish they had. A well, spin. the next match was. I'm gonna go in order. The next match was true with that tag. Was it? Yeah, I thought it was. A- it was. No, it was the next. The next match was true with that tag. Oh, okay. No, I got the Eliminator next. Then Wikipedia fucking me up. Then, yeah. Then, yeah, Gauntlet Eliminator was next thing. Yeah. Yeah, and that Gauntlet Eliminator kind of surprised me because I thought, I don't know. I, I've been catching up on NXT. I can't remember if Dexter got his one-on-one match with Johnny for the North American title or not. Yeah, I, he, I think he did, but there was, like, shenanigans involved, and then I think Dexter got hurt for a bit, so they cooled the feud off. Yeah, I mean, going in, that's what I thought was going to win. It would have made sense. And Bronson went and kind of surprised me. Like, I've always liked Bronson, but I'm like, man, I kind of wish they would have. They, they recently started building him up, you know. Yeah, again. Him yeah, because last time, he hasn't been built up like this since the last time he had a chance for the North American title, which was that ladder match they had, that Priest one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was the last yeah. time he was getting built up. But um, I, I just kind of wish... I don't mind Bronson winning a gauntlet of the match. I just wish they would have, like, you know, built him up more, made it mean something. I wish... But, I hope they find... I hope they become more cohesive with L.A. Knight going forward. Yeah, because... Yeah. I thought he was definitely gonna be in the last. Oh, I knew two. he. I knew he wasn't going to win. I thought Dexter was going to win, but I'm like, he he pinned Dexter. I'm like, all right, cool. Then he like immediately got pinned after, and I was like, eh, I didn't care for that. Yeah, I don't. I don't really get what they're doing with him. Like they had him lose. Like I think his what second match in NXT. Yep, and it was the Bronson. Yeah. So yeah, he, I, that, I don't know what. The- that would have been better like the way i'm thinking about it in my head right his first match was against august gray which took longer than it needed to because they were setting up him and bronson but he beat august gray 
Then he lost like a week or two weeks later to Bronson. Then he won the Battle Royal. And then he got done real quick in the Gauntlet Eliminators by being last. I was like, what What are y'all doing with him right now? Because y'all could have... Y'all could have had him beat August Gray, beat Bronson via chicanery, because he's a heel, have him choose <clears throat> Bronson, then do the same stuff you did with the gauntlet, have him win the gauntlet to come in last. Then when you do the gauntlet and Mayor match, him and Bronson are the final two. Bronson beats him, boom. Yeah. Like they could have did that. I don't know what what's with this weird stuff because they brought him in. Hey. They brought him in as like a hot talent. He came in. Mm-hmm. totally surprised to me at least i didn't even know he was a free agent me uh, he came in on a pre-show on takeover just spewing hot fire because he can talk one of the best talkers in the business right now uh he cut some promos they hyped him up they did the whole thing wwe likes to do when they sign a guy they think is going to be a hot talent with the whole here's him signing his contract with the authority figure of this brand they did all that shit and then like they, it's he, like skinner he's kind of just like <laughs> in the mix right now i kind of like lost in the shuffle right now like i didn't want to see him face johnny right now because it's heel versus heel and johnny ain't turning baby and there was literally no reason to turn la night baby so that wouldn't work anyway so i'm like if you're gonna have bronson build up and beat johnny for the title fine because to be honest johnny don't need the title he really doesn't that's why i was just hoping that reed beats him or somebody like nails or what's not nails what's his name dexter yeah, I'm like, Johnny don't really need the title. And to be perfectly honest, had Bronson or Dexter beat Johnny for the title. And then Johnny and Theory can do tag team stuff. Yeah. Put them in the tag division. I mean, because that's I about like to heat this. up. Because that's yeah. about to heat up spoilers a little bit for later. Fucking Thatcher and Champ are officially, officially a team at this point. And they're going to go for the tag titles. So. Well, I was just saying the gauntlet was pretty. Uh, I liked it because it was very like a fun match i guess you can say they had a lot of swerves but i would have preferred someone stronger than johnny speaking of him speaking of swerve it it continues to shock me how much they're doing with leon ruff not that he's bad but i'm just like damn they really (laughs) do like leon down there yeah he shit he didn't get eliminated until like what 10 minutes into the match yeah by Mm -hmm. swerve i think yeah, he, they let him get his shit in like legitly before he got yeah. in. I was like, that's pretty cool. That's good for Ruff. Mm-hmm. Which you know, if he was on the main roster, he shit. He'd be like the Spike Dudley. This he pretty much would be. I mean, I'm not saying that you know. I mean, Leon's Leon's good. I ain't gonna lie, he's good. He has good fire. He's a nice underneath baby face. He's their version. He's pretty much their cheeseburger. <laughs> they about the <laughs> same way. I love for cheeseburger. I, I forgot what he calls himself now. He's still in ROH, but he's not cheeseburger anymore. He's something. I think he might be a heel now. But is, is he cheeseburger with bacon? No, <laughs> but I, I don't know. But uh, <laughs> him and Swerve, Swerve. I hope they're gonna do something with him later. He's kind of been lost in shuffle a bit uh, since he turned heel. Um, Who? Isaiah Swerve. Scott. He did a really good 450 splash. I put it in my notes. I just saw. One of the best 450 splashes I've ever seen. Really, <laughs> uh, what was it? Yeah, Swerve Scott. He's he's good still. Cameron uh, Grimes. That would have been a good one. Yeah, but it's again, it's heel versus heel. I love shit. I would love to see Grimes win the NA title, but it's like, but it, again, it's heel versus heel, and I can't see Grimes going. But, baby. Okay, but scenario. Let's say 
the crowd's really behind Grimes winning, so he comes out of it like a baby, and then he's like a baby face for that match. Tell me how his character works as a baby face. For one match? I mean, he was uh, the unexpected underdog. No one was expecting him to win. How does his character work as a baby face? It's not, it doesn't matter about the, the, I mean, for the match, bro. It doesn't have to be for a So you can't answer time. my question. There we go. That's why, Grimes <laughs> should, that's why Grimes shouldn't win, at least in that scenario, because Grimes' okay. character is a Southern rich asshole. Yeah. <laughs> so how, the hell was... you, how you translate that into baby face? Like, he couldn't be the baby face in that. He's obnoxious. But Johnny, as fuck. Johnny would get more heat from him, though. Like Johnny would get more booze. No, Johnny see, wouldn't. Because Grimes is an yeah. Grimes is an ignop. I love Grimes, but his character he is obnoxious as fuck. Yeah. You can, <laughs> that you can't make that baby. At least not right uh, now. You can't make a baby face with that. Nope. Now, now it, the only way you can make Grimes work is a baby face. Say if he like lost all his shit and yeah. he just fell on hard times, like. That works. Like everybody can relate to being on top of the world and then not being on top. Right. That's relatable. But it's too early to do that. Yeah. Because he it, just yeah, got the gimmick. Too, exactly. Like I think what two months ago. Yeah. It's way too early. But um, because <clears throat> I I can't remember how they did it with Ric Flair back in the day, but I know at one point they were doing a Flair for the gold angle. I don't. I can I can't recall like the setup for that, but with Grimes. The only way he can work as a face is if you take away everything he already has. Yeah. I think that's what pretty much the storyline was. But yeah, I know I get what you're saying. I've been saying that I think in that moment it could have worked. Uh, because Johnny has more Nah, because I mean it doesn't work because and the reason why I say it's not gonna why that won't work is there's no crowd support there. Like they have actual people sitting there at these NXT shows. And Nobody in that building is cheering for him. So there's no merit for him to be a babyface at any point in time. Like, if anything, they're like, man, get the fuck out the ring with all your money. And- no, no, with all your crazy shit. Talking about yeah, kissing my like, grits. <laughs> oh, all that... <laughs> All that hair, all that money, but you can't shave your fucking chest. Like, get the fuck out of here, bro. You know that? You know that heels normally have hairy bodies. I don't know why that's a heel thing to have hairy chest. I, I don't know. Like, there's very few baby faces you'll see with hairy chests. It's it's kind of like that generation's version. Remember back in the day, like when guys would turn heel, they would grow a beard. They would just yeah. all of a sudden have facial hair. Because beards are evil. <laughs> like, yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Most most of the bad guys I grew up watching had clean shaven faces and widow's peaks and shit. So curly <laughs> mustaches and bullshit. Yeah, but um, Bronson Reed was definitely a surprise coming out of that match. Yeah, um, shit. Third match. Third match was a UK title match, right? Or yes, I thought it was a triple threat. Ta- I thought that was a triple threat tag. When was no, the triple no, threat tag? Tra- tag was after the UK title. What the yeah. Fuck? Like, gosh damn it, Wikipedia. <laughs> um, yeah, the third match was a UK title. Um, yeah, that that match, was the best match. Yeah, I, I think that stole the whole weekend, in my opinion. Um, me, I've always been a big fan of Ciampa, especially 2018 Ciampa. Like, so him coming out with the clean-shaven head and pretty much turning back to block, I'm like, damn, I, I, wish, I wish they had more for him to do. But it's like most of the top stars on NXT are busy with other things. You know, Cole's busy with Kyle. Um, Finn is most likely going to have another one with Cross. Shit, Cole busy eating out of a straw after what Kyle did to him. Yeah. 
Yeah, we go get into that. Um, man, there's really nothing bad to say about that match. No, 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 really. It was perfect. <laughs> well, what did, uh, uh, what, what exactly did, what they wanted? What did Cornette say? He said there was like one part where they messed up, but it was what so part? slight. He he said there was one part where they messed up. Like he said specifically, it looked like a part where Champa had like forgot a spot. Oh yeah, and yeah, then yeah. Walter yeah. was going with it. But he said it was so slight that he's not even going to say what part it was. Because yeah, I, um, he said, unless you got a trained eye, you won't even know what he's talking about. I'd have to go back and watch it because I, I, I probably noticed it too. But yeah, was but he it said the it, part where they were on the top rope and they were trying to do something from the top rope? I'm not even going to speculate what part it was. But that's just that's what he said. He said it was like so quick that you wouldn't even notice unless you just know, unless you just got an eye like that. That's yeah, why he didn't. It, that's why he didn't say what it was. It's like I used to tell guys I used to train with all the time. It's like the goal of a wrestling match is to simulate a real fight. You know, you can fuck up something that people might not notice as a fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure there were times Benoit and Guerrero used to fuck up when they were working each other. But their stuff looks so snug and it looked like a fight. You probably wouldn't even notice it, you know? And that's what this match reminded me of. Um, Chomper reminded me of a guy. It, it really told a story of a guy trying to, you know, Oh, this fucking, yeah. Well, he was trying to reaffirm himself because the story of the match is Walter was like not even bad an eye at Ciampa because Ciampa wasn't who he used to be. You know, he wasn't a psycho killer. He wasn't a black heart. You know, so the story of the match was just Ciampa trying to remind everybody who he was. And Walter was like, oh, so, so this is what you want. You do want to fight me. Okay, so Walter takes him up on a match. And it's the shit out of him. Yeah, he beats the shit out of him. And Chompa just not, Chompa just being Chompa, just not giving up, you know? He won um, with a chop, which was wild to me. Yeah. He, oh, I love that finish. Chompa was selling his ass off. I was kind of shocked he took so many power bombs because I'm like, <laughs> somebody that has neck issues myself, those power bombs are, are hell. Shit, um, that spot where Champa just kept clotheslining and running off the ropes, I'm like, God damn, that man's gas tank. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, um, Ciampa's kind of, he's made a case to be in more main events for years to come. I just don't know how much longer he plans on wrestling. It seems like he's getting ready to wind it down, though. Yeah, That's he's already he said, looking. he said he'd never go in the main roster. He said, if he, I'm pretty sure he still believes it. He said, if I go in the main roster, I'll retire before I go up there. I said, shit, yeah. that's probably the best thing to say. Uh, yeah. Right. Vince won't use him right anyway. Vince was just like, oh, he's short. Yeah. <laughs> Put him in 205 Live. Um, then after that was a fucking tag match. Which I thought was pretty good, the tag match. They had a lot of cool spots. Yeah, it... I was expecting it, like, considering that MSK was in it and mm-hmm. LDF was in it as well, I expected it to be more high-octane than anything else. It, it was, like, really slow. Yeah, because like, GYV was in there. That was the whole thing of, like... And I love me some GYV, especially... Mostly Zach Gibson. I mean, James Drake is cool too, but mostly Zach Gibson. Zach Gibson's fucking great. Like, I recommend like anybody who hasn't seen some of his stuff when he was in UK, watch mm-hmm. that stuff. He was great. <laughs> like, he was great. He had, he was probably at the time before Walter showed up, he was the biggest heel in NXT UK because yeah. no nobody got booed like that man. As soon as he came out and got and grabbed a mic, the boos were deafening. Yeah, people had chants talking about if you hate Gibson, shoes off. If you hate Gibson, stand up. 
like all this other kind of shit like people hate i don't know i still don't know this day what he did but they hated zach gibson in england and he's and he was solid in the ring very solid so yeah they brought gyv over so that's why i was kind of a bit more grounded because they were in there they're like okay y'all doing all this high fly flippy flop shit <laughs> it's like no nah, we're gonna keep you fuckers on the ground or try to yeah. anyway yeah it really didn't pick up until like towards the end yeah you know? I, I thought it was all right yeah that's what i thought i thought it was just okay i don't like you mentioned before it's like msk got some booze i'm like i don't know why msk is getting getting booed i guess people just don't because it's not like the characters are buying it's not like their characters are bad and their work is fine they're not like sloppy so they do one thing that annoys the absolute fuck out of me what? one thing that stupid ass move where he's going for a moose or he's going for a backflip but there's nobody fucking there so dude has to push him over to land on a guy I'm like that is so dumb I actually like that move it <laughs> looks so cool they used to, they used that to do that they that see that in so impact, and but they, I think they mostly did it with Trey when Trey Miguel was still in the group because they used to be called the Rascals and Trey Miguel was in the but Trey stayed in impact. But <laughs> like I, I see, I've seen him do that move. I'm like, okay, maybe that was a one time thing. All right, cool, whatever. That, and then they do fit, it. That was their finish in impact. Oh God, I would <laughs> take that. Um, I would have kicked out. <laughs> All right, Harley Race, <laughs> I'll move. <laughs> and. I, I saw like the first time I saw them like book book had did this thing with it, impact versus reality of wrestling. And the first time I saw them do that move, I was like, well, that was kind of, well, I was like, that's not kind of, no, that's dumb. <laughs> I was like, that, that makes, that makes no sense. You're going to, you're going to do a standing moonsault into nothing. And the only reason you contact is because your partner has to push you over. So, me, me being a common sense nigga, I'm looking at this and thinking. They always hit so, so, so basically, you're so basically, you're stupid. Like, <laughs> so you're meaning to tell me you can't take a moment to look back and see if it's there. So you're just gonna do a moonsault and possibly land on your fucking stomach. So your partner saves you. I, I'm just like, I, I'm kind well, of. That's how they always set it up. They always set it up when they're standing side by side. So it's never just like, oh my god, I got to get there to push them. They always I, know what the spot is. So. That's, that's so dumb. Look, it's not as dumb as my favorite quote, favorite spot. The one where, and it's not it's not just in the do it. Ricochet did it one time on Raw, and I got pissed off when I saw it there. The one where it's normally like in a tag match. Sometimes it might be in a multi-man, but some, it's mostly like in a tag match where one guy throws a dude's partner into, um, one guy throws his opponent into his partner, right? And then his partner catches him in like a front face lock. And then he does like, and then they do like a um, neck breaker on one dude and he DDTs his own partner. I'm like, that is so fucking stupid. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's stupid. Why would you DDT your own partner? Just let him go. <laughs> like, why the fuck are you holding him? Just yeah, let him I, go. I hated see when I think I first saw that in uh in Lucha Underground. And I think Ricochet was the one that did it. And I was like, well, that's, and I've seen it in like different people do it before. And then one time he did it on Raw and I was like, that's so fucking yeah, like, I, why? I, I, I your own partner. Like, I, I've said it. I've said it so many times. Every time I see them on NXT, I was like, I bought a ticket and I was sitting in the crowd and I saw them do that move. I would boo them every fucking time. <laughs> I mean, that's why they're booing them. That's dumb. Like it's, it's just so dumb. I was like, so basically, you got an idiot for a partner. I feel like they're booing them because they're trying to be the young bucks. Robert, shut the fuck up. 
Hey, I'm just saying, dog. I'm gonna tell you right now. I prefer MSK over the Young Bucks. <laughs> yeah, I, I MSK too. actually have some personality, minus that one move that Rike hates. They actually have some personality. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I like their promos too. They're, they're very uh, current with their lingo and stuff. Not uh, you, you would like the Rascals, Robert, because their gimmick is that they get high. Yeah, oh, that hey, dude. Yeah. That dude, They're Wesley. Part of the other 50%. Is, that dude is Wesley. That dude, Wesley, is money. If I know how Vince looks at tag teams, he's going to look at Wesley and be like, okay, that's the star right there. Oh, uh, I had to remember which one that is. Desmond. Yeah, yeah Desmond Xavier. Yeah. Well, his his actual name, Desmond Xavier. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Wesley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got, yeah, good, I, he's got great fire. I, I, I like him a lot. I I was like, yeah, he's, he's going to be a big single star if they break him up. If they see, I don't see Triple H. Triple H, when he breaks up teams, it's mostly because, like, they were already individuals before. You know what I'm saying? Like, Chomp and Gargano, they were individuals when they were on the Indies. They teamed up so-and-so, but they were already individuals before. So when he breaks yeah, up teams... Breaks they came up in. Stable. Yeah, they came into... Well, they didn't come into NXT as a team. They came in after they signed as yeah. a team. But when they first got there and they were just using them for spots, yeah, they weren't, uh, they weren't a team yet. Right. Same thing with UE. Everybody's like, oh, they shouldn't have broke up UE. I was like, whoa. All four what, else is there? Like, yeah, what else is there to do? Yeah, all four of those guys were singles competitors before, so it, it yeah. works. Because um, you had, because with UE, it's like <sighs> Cole had already held the title for over a year. Yeah. Roddy won the NA belt. Uh, Fish and O'Reilly had been tag champs like at least two or three times by that point. Three times, right. yeah. So there wasn't much else for them to do. I mean, yeah. Cole obviously is going to go out and do his thing. If they do, if, if he goes up and Vince actually realizes what the fuck he has on his hands, he'll be a huge star. Uh, Fish is still injured. Yeah, uh, I know. He'll be out for a minute. I don't know what they're going to do with Roddy. Fast forward a bit. Think- he's, he's resigned from NXT. Some people say he'll probably move up to the main roster, but I don't know. And he should be title i don't know and i'm sure kyle is probably going to start chasing the for the world for the nxt belt again so yeah hopefully if roddy is go well he, i'm pretty sure he is but if roddy is gonna go up to the main roster hopefully he goes to smackdown because i i've told a couple of my friends they were like which which show is a better one between raw and smackdown right now i was like well yeah smackdown to their credit they're actually building people and they're also remaking people in the process and um, they're more consistent with their storylines where he's raw, they'll start something and they'll drop it. SmackDown will keep stuff going, you know? Because we all know if Seth and Cesaro were on Raw, that feud would probably be over within like two weeks. That wouldn't even have made to a pay-per-view. Exactly. Or it would have been been on the pre-show of a B pay-per-view and would have lasted like eight minutes with Seth going over. Exactly. Um... But that, that's what I'm hoping for Roddy. He goes to SmackDown because if he goes to SmackDown, he's got a chance. If he goes to Raw, he's just going to get lost in the shuffle. Yeah. Raw is Raw is pretty much becoming a show where if you're an NXT talent that had passion for the business, your passion is going to die if you go to Raw. Unless you, unless you just got a special kind of mental fortitude like Drew. Yeah. Like, just like fucking Drew's like, shit, I've been at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah nothing the, worse than that. But, um... The main event Leo versus Raquel Gonzalez And it says with Dakota Kai But Dakota didn't even show up (laughs) No I thought she was out there but then they kicked her out I don't remember seeing her out there I could be wrong I I don't 
if she was out there, she didn't have a presence. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't remember seeing her out there at all. Maybe it was just like like a little bit later, like in Mania when it said that Reginald was supposed to be out there, but Shayna and Nia, he didn't show up. Yeah, apparently he was sick. in the graphic and everything, and he didn't show up. Wow. Uh, so yeah, the main event for night one: Io Shirai versus Raquel Gonzalez for the NXT Women's Championship. I thought, right. yeah, I thought it was all right, uh, which I expected. Like I said, Io for the most part got Raquel more or less where she needed to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, she put over well enough. Uh, there was like she one jumped off of something. There was one botch that I saw. And that was the one where EO jumped off the top and Raquel obviously was supposed to catch her. I mean, she caught her, but they both fell. But it was clear that she was supposed to catch her and then just throw her into the turnbuckle like she did. But it wasn't like a huge thing. It was just like, okay, they kind of just reset and then did it. But uh, yeah, I thought, I thought, yeah, I thought, I thought it was fine. End result like was how, expected. I like how EO is pretty much the takeover moment maker. Yeah, EO just jump off some shit and <laughs> <laughs> right. Night one was going pretty cool, and then EO's just like, watch out. Like when she, like when she jumped off the top of the War Games cage inside that trash can. <laughs> oh yeah, that was so stupid. That was so stupid. That was great. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was great. I, yeah, I, I got so pissed. I was like, so you're gonna put the trash can over your face? Yep. Thus blinding yourself. Fuck it. What Kamikaze. if they? So if they move, I'm like. Look, somebody gonna get hit. <laughs> it's gonna be her because she. <laughs> Look, it's extra protection. Just, all right, it was I, extra. Protection. I just, I just saw that spot and I'm like, why would you dive blind? That wasn't even the worst bump she took that night. <laughs> the worst bump she took was the finish where she got that damn slam through that table onto that middle grate and got pinned. I said, Fuck. yeah. I was like, ooh, EO, you better than me. Yeah, I, I was just like, everything else she did that night was fine, but. <laughs> That trash can spot, I was like, I love you, but that's the dumbest shit I've ever, <laughs> I've ever seen you do. I was like, my mom saw, my mom was watching that with me, and she goes, I'm done. She, <laughs> she's, she's, she stopped watching that match after that. She's like, that I'm, I'm not watching anymore. She just went back to playing her game on her phone. She, <laughs> She she couldn't take it no more. I was like, I was like I, I I don't blame you. I was like I like and I like EO, but I'm like that's some Dean Ambrose, John Moxley shit. Look, that's just yeah. something. Look, that's just something when you get in your head and you're like, you know what, I'm gonna try it <laughs> just to do it. I could be in that match. I'd be like, you're gonna do what? Look, I'm gonna be in the other ring. You could do that with those other dudes. Look, that still wasn't worse than oh my god, that time Ricochet did that. What was that a? fucking 630 off the top and I was like oh my god he's gonna overshoot them <laughs> I was like holy shit yeah. I was like no no he he okay I'm like he got some of them I was like oh god Ricochet gonna overshoot them uh, uh, but yeah I thought uh, the match was good Raquel won uh, we'll see how her title reign goes to be honest she's got people she can face her and Dakota has to happen down the line yeah cause I saw that to fast forward a little bit I saw that segment where um she was out there and the camera was like slowly cutting her out of the shot mm-hmm. I was like I was like it's it's the little things it's the little things you do because she's gonna go back in a promo and say yeah when you became champion you just pushed me out of the picture and made it all about you you did so what I, Tegan did like so, yeah. like she has ready-made few just in general obviously Dakota is gonna be the big one yeah, um she, she's got a few <laughs> with Tacey Tegan she could do Tegan got beef Tegan got well-seasoned beef 
Chikama's like, nah, bitch, when you came back, you tried to kill me. You think I forgot to take over? You put me through that table? Or tried to put me through that <laughs> table. <laughs> I like, I like how Dakota. Dakota. I like how Dakota is the Kevin Owens of, of the women's division in NXT. I was like, she you just know it's coming. She's gonna turn on Raquel. Oh yeah, you, you just know can't... you know it's coming. And when she turned on Tegan, that was a legit shock. I'm not even gonna lie. When she beat the shit out of Tegan, I was like, whoa, hold up. I was at I was at work and I saw that in gift form. And I was like, what? I was on a tractor and my supervisor was like, what the hell's wrong with you? Oh, I was like, (laughs) like there's a big ass plot twist in this storyline and it just caught me way off guard. I didn't see it coming. Yeah, I wasn't Um, expecting that shit. The cage opened, she beat the fuck out of Tegan. I was like, yo! Then she pushed Regal. I was like, oh man. Oh, hell nah. Then it turned out she was the one that attacked Mia and all the other kind of shit. And I was like, okay, this was was me. It was me, Mia. It was a good uh, that was a good that was a good heel turn for Dakota. So Dakota obviously is a big one they can build to. Um Did you hold on. Did you mute Robert? No. He just ain't saying anything. Is he still here? Oh wait, he is talking. I didn't mute him. Robert, there's something up with your mic, bruh. Hello? <laughs> I was like, did you mute him? What is going I like, on? Did you I mute did, him after the, I did not after mute the MSK him. young buddy? I don't, Hello, hello, hello. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what, what was up with your stuff? Did you mute yourself? I think I accidentally did. My bad. <laughs> the fuck? So I was like, I just noticed it was me and Marcel talking, and I'm like, wait a minute. Normally, Robert's like cut one of us off. <laughs> <laughs> so she's got uh, Mercedes is a feud she could do. Uh, Zoe Stark won a shot. You got Zoe Stark, the debuting on. Frankie Monet. Well, first off, let's put some respect on Zoe Stark's name. Yeah, Zoe she Stark. just won one match against Tony Storm. Is she gonna go against Raquel? She's won a few matches, but all right. <laughs> nah, those don't count. What? I, I like Storm counts. I like Zoe. Yeah, Zoe's cool. I do too. No, she impressed me. Uh, you got Tony. You got Frankie Monet. Yeah, the former Ty Valkyrie. I think she's a little overrated. Go back to mute. <laughs> Go back to mute. Uh, I'm just saying, bro. And Ty is dope. Shut up. Don't disrespect Ty like that. Uh, she's ugly, too. She, she's doing a lot better than her husband. All right. Like, you definitely need to be muted for that bullshit. <laughs> First off, you're going to say Ty is ugly with all that thickness. I don't know how you're going to say that dumb shit. And you're saying Tegan ain't tasty. Uh- so I don't know. Okay, wait, well, wait, you said Tegan ain't tasting? He said that multiple times. Hold on. Where's the new button on here? She's I. I. You didn't even say that word right. Shut up. Yeah, <laughs> Man, I should use my mute powers to mute you for that. <laughs> Shit. Go I'm, back I'm to glad. not being heard. <laughs> I'm just I'm just glad. I'm just glad I never once tried to holler at any of Robert's homegirls because Robert would be like, yeah, bro, she's hot. Then you see her, you're like, I guess. <laughs> I guess. But That's yes, what I, think Ra- about uh, I guess. But to put a pin on night one of this, uh, Raquel won, and I don't know what they're gonna do. With EO, EO will probably get a rematch and then move up. I guess. Uh, EO and Oscar should be tag team. I was thinking about putting. I was thinking about them being know, a tag team when Oscar comes you know, back from her teeth. You know what, nigga? You actually came up with a good idea. <laughs> Ah, uh, thank you. I was saying, I was like, man, I was just thinking about it. Like, <laughs> with uh, 
I'm sure she, I think she said she'll be out for a minute after she gets that teeth surgery, which she's apparently supposed to get in June. So why uh, so late? I don't understand. That's just when it was scheduled. Robert, you had like these shits just happen. You got to get yeah. that shit scheduled. They have money. They have you, money to make. Robert, it that's Robert. not how that works. You have to get Robert scheduled. Just slide him a little bit of. She, Motherfucker, she do you even go to the dentist? <laughs> no. Okay, she then there you go. It's 2021. She, Look, hey, she lives in Orlando, okay? Actually, she works for the WWE. Wait, she moved? She lives in Vegas. Oh, oh, well, shit. That, oh, well, fuck. Yeah, she's going to have to wait a while. Yeah, she like, lives in Vegas. I, I'm pretty sure she's going to the best dentist in Las Vegas. And I'm sure that guy is, like, fucking booked to yeah, hell. She said, she said, I watched her video because I follow her YouTube channel. She had to go to, like, three different dentists or something. Yeah, to get her crazy. Teeth, yeah, to get her teeth looked at because I think they all told her different things, and they finally all decided on one. And yeah, I think she said she's supposed to get the cert. She's got like, she's got fake yeah. teeth in right now. So I think she said she's got. I think her surgery's in June. She said. I have an opinion on Oscar, but I want to wait until we get to her match with Rhea. All right. I, okay. I, I I just I I saw that YouTube clip and I kind of got irritated, but. Well, we'll get to that later. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we're now on night two of TakeOver. I barely remember night two. It was a good night. It was so, a good night. Uh, Open with, like we said, mostly me and Enrique, with the ladder match between Jordan Devlin yeah. and Escobar, which was not as I violent as I thought it was going to be. Very big <laughs> storytelling, though. Like, I mean, yeah, it was good. I'm just saying, I, I mean, which makes sense that it wasn't super duper violent, especially with the main event that night. Yeah. <laughs> so. Shit. <laughs> Escobar did good. Devlin is never a slouch. He did a saw on top of that ladder, bro. I thought that was the craziest shit. Oh, yeah. Devlin. That was that was a perfect moonsault, too. He hit him. Bro. No overshot, nothing. He hit him square. I'm going to say this about Devlin. That dude... He's a lot like his fucking trainer Finn. That motherfucker don't miss. Yeah, he, he don't. don't. I, I'm, I'm like really he's like Finn, but he's not a Finn clone, which is great. Yeah, he, he's a great talker. You can believe everything he says. He's intense in the ring. Like that, that motherfucker's on that motherfucker's on the money. Shit, he's small, like, but he walk and talk like he's six five. <laughs> like not six Jordan, five, six eight. <laughs> it's like shit. Jordan Devil is a heritage cup champ. For real. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, if he if he go back, yeah, definitely. And I do like fast how forward. the Heritage Club, Heritage Cup, fast forward a little bit. Heritage Cup is about like mostly technical wrestling, mostly because the way yeah. matches are set up, they're in Heritage Cup rules. So they have to be that way. Yeah. Um fast forward and a little bit more. He apparently challenged Kushida too. Yeah, because Kushida won the cruiser title, which was a surprise, but hey, Kushida finally got him a belt. Yeah. About time. For real. I'm like, damn, what they gonna do? I'm like, are they ever gonna pull the trigger with Kushida? And yeah, it looks like they did. He even wore trunks for this. So he's not wearing jeans anymore. I'm kind of glad that he's wearing trunks because I was kind of like, what's with this jean shit? The I think I think the jeans are supposed the future, to be right. No, the jeans were supposed to be like for you know when his character became more intense after he got injured by dream so i guess the jeans are supposed to signify his change in character where is probably somewhere still crying after she whooped his ass <laughs> and champa they both beat bro him. Hey man, bro champa beat his I ass can't, i couldn't believe that shit Kushida's about maybe an inch shorter than me and he was beating Dream's ass. Not only yeah. beating his ass, but had him screaming. 
Yeah, because Kushida, Kushida hit. You've seen Kushida. I don't know. I'm sure you have. You've seen Kushida's matches in Japan. He fight anybody. He don't give a fuck. <laughs> he, beat any, he beat anybody up. Kushida don't give a damn. Good goddamn. I was like, bro, you got to just Train flat out. Sakuraba. You got to just flat out reinvent yourself after you do some shit like that. <laughs> he was trained. Like, he looks up to fucking Sakuraba, and he was trained by Tajiri. So you know he hit hard as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, but yeah, that was a, that was a pretty good match. Uh, Escobar won, so he retained at least for that night, and he is now, or he was, the undisputed cruiserweight champion. Good for Escobar. I thought it was a great win for. Him. Next match was the women's tag match. Next, or was it? Yeah, I, I didn't. I like my notes. And I love Shotzi, and I like Candice. Indy's growing on me, but Indy's I, all right. I, I didn't. What what was the build up to this match? Did they just the build up? The build up was <laughs> the build up was. See, let me try and explain this. <laughs> Shotzi and Ember won the tag titles from Dakota and Raquel. Yeah, I still don't agree with that. <laughs> In the sense that. They shouldn't have given Dakota and Raquel the titles before they lost to Shotzi and Ember. They should have just presented the titles and they were going to give them to Ember and I mean to Raquel and Dakota. And then Shotzi and Ember interrupt and be like, no, you blah, 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 blah. You lost to Shayna and Nia. And then just have the title be vacant and then have the first match be for the titles. Instead of just instead of just giving them to freaking Raquel and Dakota for like an hour. Actually, it wasn't even an hour, like five minutes. <laughs> they just lose. I was like, what the fuck? But yeah, the pretty much the whole thing that started this beef is that all the girls, the face girls, were congratulating Shotzi and Ember for winning, but Candace and Indy were like, eh, fuck y'all bitches. We don't like you. And oh. that's pretty much the gist of it. <laughs> that's pretty much the uh, I wasn't into this match um, at all. Basically some mean girl shit, basically. It was pretty much just, we need another match for this card, so... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there wasn't um, really I, any lengthy buildup. I thought the match was okay. I didn't... Yeah, it was, I was okay. kind of, I was kind of irritated when Shotzi went to dive on Candace and Indy. There's like two girls out there and nobody called her. Like, it's like <laughs> she just ate shit. <laughs> I, I, I was just like, how do you... I was like, how, how do you... There's two of y'all out there. Not one of y'all could have caught her. Like, and she Indy, just you, hit... And Indy, you big. So yeah. you know. she just hits the plexiglass and then just slides down the barrier and hits the floor. Okay. Has Candace ever won at a takeover? No. I'm thinking of Has she? <laughs> and she, to, she won. Yeah, she won. She won war games. She won the last war games. It was her team. Oh, wow. yeah. And the year before that, she won at war games when she was on Rhea's team. Okay, so <laughs> so so it's just when she's in championship matches that take over, or if she's facing E, she or if she's in a singles match. I remember. I mean, honestly, if I remember right, to me, that EO Candice match at that takeover was probably the best match on that takeover. Yeah, I, I like I like um, EO and Candice's matches because EO beat her. I mean, that was probably up until that point that was easily Candice's best match in WWE since she got there. Just, just in my opinion, um, still EO beat her ass. But <laughs> I, I think, I think as far as like the Japanese female wrestlers go, I, I feel like EO is probably the best overall. Right now, yeah, yeah, I feel like she's she's on another level. Not not taking anything away from Oscar, but Oscar isn't exactly NXT Oscar. She needs a. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk more about it 
we will talk more about it when we get there, but I'll just preface it with this. Oscar do need a break. Yeah. Oscar need a break. Yeah. Not, I, her, I don't I mean her work hasn't sure. been really suffering, but she needs a break. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure like, you know, getting her teeth kicked out wasn't a vacation she wanted. But yeah. But hey, take it. Reevaluate, chill, hang with your fam. Yeah. Um, you have a YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got that YouTube check coming in. So that helps. She got a play button. I think she got I don't know how does she have hundred K now? She might have hundred K. I don't know. Uh but yeah, this is it was okay. It was okay. Yeah, that was it. After that was Johnny versus Bronson. And that yeah. match was okay too. Yeah, that was also okay. It was nothing I, special. My only thing with Johnny is when he's wrestling these bigger guys, it's gonna be lifting up the curtain a little bit. But when you're when you're a smaller guy and you're wrestling big guys, you want to keep the big guy looking big. I didn't right, I right. didn't I didn't agree with Johnny having Bronson on the ground so much. You know, let Bronson be on the knee at best. Because I'm just thinking like real shit in a fight scenario, Bronson will mop his ass. Um, Johnny is dangerously close at times to becoming Dolph Ziggler. I think they were trying to make him look like HBK in this one. You know what I mean? Like he's always HBK was always battling the bigger guys, and it's just yeah. Like, that's what this that's what this match kind of remind. Not I would say kind of like I, I feel like Sean didn't do Vader any favors in that match. Oh, he whatsoever. definitely didn't. He definitely didn't do Vader. Yeah, favors. he 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 buried ah. the fuck. Out. He buried the fuck out of Vader in that match. I, mean, I got Johnny more Sid. I got more Sid vibes than Vader in this one. No, Sid would have beat the shit out of Sean if he tried to lie that book. But yeah, <laughs> like he he would have. Sid would have. Uh, but yeah, he definitely did very. I say Dolph because I know Johnny. Johnny's a nice dude. He seems like obviously Johnny ain't selfish, but sometimes it'd be like Johnny sometimes trying to get his shit in. Yeah, to the I, detriment of his opponents. Right. Like that's and, how Dolph used to. Dolph would do that a lot. He'd try and get his shit in, and then it would make his opponent look worse. Right. Like Dolph, you ain't gotta do all that. We get it. Dolph, that's why. Good. That's why I used to say <laughs> all the time. Like somebody asked me one time, I was at a show, and they're like, "Who's better, a DIY Chopper or Gano?" Champa. I was like, "Chopper, easily. Psychology, believability. Like Chopper's got it all on the money." I don't. I was like. I like Johnny's babyface run from summer 2017 to throughout 2018. You know, I, I like that babyface run. And I didn't realize but, it till he said it, but they really did make him the male Sasha Banks. <laughs> he couldn't defend shit when he said yeah. that. I was like, when he said that, I was like, "Damn, you're right." <laughs> I guess I never yeah. thought about it because it usually it was like it was such a long period for the most part between his first defense that I was like, "No, nah, he." I was like, "Damn, you're right. Johnny couldn't defend shit." Yeah, because remember he won the North American title from Ricochet. Then like yep. two weeks later, he lost in a dream. Yep. <laughs> I was like, damn. I, I was just thinking like, Triple H, what kind of schizophrenic shit is this? What the fuck are you doing to Johnny, bro? Like, <laughs> at, at one time, this was your top baby face. Like, is he in trouble? Maybe. Maybe he in trouble. Yeah. I don't know. He had been, been chasing championship gold for so long, and then when he got it, it didn't even last that long. I was yeah, like... I, I know Sean. Sean love him some damn. Sean love him some damn Johnny Gargano. You know something? Yeah, yeah. Man? You can definitely tell. Re- tell. Rewinding a little, rewinding a little bit. A few weeks ago, you know, people actually like thought when they were staring each other down, Sean and Cole. People thought like they were setting up for a future one on one match. I'm like, no. Let no. let it go. Let Don't it do that. Go. I think there's only like two people. Sean said he'd probably come out of retirement to face. AJ, AJ and Gargano. He said he'd come out and face Gargano. 
Yeah, I, I, I but even I then, that. but even then, I think it'd be him and Triple H versus Gargano and Champa. Yeah, that that would be money. Triple H, he cracked me up one time. Somebody asked him at a post show conference call. They were like, "Any chances of you ever wrestling on the NXT?" He's like, "Look, man, I see the style these guys have nowadays. Well, no. I, I can't keep up." I mean, at least, <laughs> I mean, he ain't lying though. They really fast these days, and you know, Triple H's legs ain't what they used to be. I was like, right. I was like, y'all should know that because I was like, I don't know why the interviewer asked him that because when Triple H has come out to come out of retirement, has been against uh, Orton, Batista, yeah, like Dean, <laughs> Seth, Daniel Seth, Bryan, like guys he can work with. Yeah, and they aren't possibly, exactly slow, but they can work with him. Possibly AJ next year. Possibly, <laughs> I'm hoping, man. That'd like be if a you, really cool match. like, yes, if you get prime Triple H. I was gonna say that, yeah. Definitely. 2000 Triple H, yeah. 2002 Triple yeah. H, definitely. Triple, definitely, he could do that shit. But this ain't 2002 yeah. Triple H, so. Yeah, he's like that's 54 a, years old. Right. That's a testament to how good Triple H is, though. He can literally work any style for how big he is. That's pretty damn good. Uh, next yeah, match, he, well, yeah, he don't get enough credit. No, we don't. Do, do we have anything else to say on this match? North America. Nah, that, that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, Johnny. I, uh, actually, uh, I have one more thing to say about Reed. I think he did a really good job of doing like the 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 moonsault from Bam Bam, his little Bam Bam tribute. I thought oh, that yeah, was yeah, yeah. That's who they keep comparing him to. Bam Bam Big, like Bam Bam Bigelow. I'm like, all right, cool. He ain't as tall as Bam Bam, but sure. Yeah. After that was Finn Balor versus Karrion Cross for the Love, Love this match. Championship. Yeah, that was a great match. That was fire. Something that always sticks with me was Cross's first match in WWE when he faced Leon and he murdered Leon. And this is back when they still had no fans. He murdered Leon. That damn Saito suplex he did. <laughs> and he did that roar. I don't know. That should stick with me. That man just roar. I said, oh, yeah, that man going to be fierce as fuck. And then Tom yeah, Phillips I- said, carrying Cross is the damn devil. I said, Jesus Christ. <laughs> 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 I was uh, I was kind of confused. I don't know about you guys, and you guys probably weren't. But who was like during into the match, like when the match was progressing, like I couldn't tell who the baby face was or the heel. It was kind of like they were both kind of baby faces. Well, you know, well, the story was that Finn was trying to fuck with Cross mentally. Pretty much mm-hmm. him saying, I'm going to drag you. He's like, look, he said, you're but good. But Cross was like, I'm not buying that shit. Well, yeah, after because after a minute, because it shifted, because in the beginning, it was Finn saying, pretty much enacting what he was saying. He was like, look, you're good, but you're too emotional. I'm going to drag mm-hmm. you into deep water, and I'm going to drown you. Yeah. Then, because uh, so Finn was like, fucking with him a bit, and then Cross turned it on and fucked Finn up. He said, this is what you want. You got it. He beat the shit out of him. Yeah, I think... Um- to simplify it, just Finn, Finn's a face. He's been a face. Just the best comparison I can make to Finn is think Triple H 08 when he was like inside Randy Orton's head. That's pretty much what Finn's doing now. Except yeah, yeah. minus just Finn's not doing really any comedy at all. He's just <laughs> he's just dead serious. Um that that's that's the best comparison I can make to that. Like um <clears throat> man. I, I've said it before. I've said it again. Finn is doing the best work of his career. I, uh, yeah, his title defenses have been. Yeah, he. I, I'm hoping. Triple H said it in a post conference. He's like, everybody thinks when somebody loses in NXT, that means they're moving up. Like, no. Sometimes it's just another part of the story that I'm gonna tell. And I was like, thank God you said that. Because yeah, because I, like, I, I don't think Finn's going. Yeah, I don't think so either. 
I, I kind of see Finn playing the same role that Sean played towards the end of his career. You know, Sean wasn't the champion. He wasn't main eventing, but he was still a featured talent and he was helping guys get over. That's what I see them doing with Finn going forward. You know, um, he's probably going to have one more match with Cross. Oh, dude, I hope. He's going to move on to something else. But I, I have nothing bad to say about this match. I loved every bit of it. Main event, Kyle Oof. O'Reilly versus Adam Cole in a non-sanctioned match. And this non-sanctioned <laughs> match made more sense than any AEW non-sanctioned match. The yeah. fact that this had a story going in. Mm-hmm. Um, a long-term story at that, too. Way long-term story going in. Like, that press conference they had beforehand <laughs> was dope when Adam was yeah. just talking that big shit. He said, you try to put him, you tried to put Finn in the UE. You a follower, Kyle, blah, 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 blah. Foul. He was like, man, Kyle was like, look, we were in Undisputed Era four years. and Well, not four years, like three years. And we beat the fuck out of everybody. But there's mm-hmm. only one of us who became a better person. He said, You still the same douchebag that came here. I said, Woof. They both had they both had bars. So yeah. you knew that match was gonna be hot going in. I just wanna say my favorite part of that match was when they brought in the chain and they tied it to the rope. And this fool Kyle Arriot legitly takes a clothesline spot with the freaking chain. Yeah. Like that he was trying to cop the shit out of me, bro. He was trying to he cut. Was... He was trying to cut Adam's head off with that shit. Oh, oh, what in the Stan Hansen is this man doing? Well, no. And, and I was the, just like, Jesus, new, that. Oof. Their new musics are eh. garbage. I, I was mean, so disappointed. They could have kept oh. that. Adam could have kept it undisputed era music. <laughs> At the very least, like uh, how Roman, I like how Ro- Robert, no one, no one cares about, no one's gonna pop for that except you. Yeah, <laughs> baby. Oh God, but they could have at least. Uh, um, he could have kept the UE theme. To be honest, he was a leader. It was like when Roman kept still has the fucking Shield theme, even though he yeah. said forever ago that he was gonna get new music. <laughs> he still has the Shield theme. WrestleMania would have been the perfect time to do it. That's what I thought was gonna happen because Seth got new music at WrestleMania, but. Roman did no. Roman said, "Oh no, Kyle's is." Uh, <laughs> I'm sure I'll I, get used to it, but and, you know, it wasn't the greatest it, song. This shit reminded me of you know back when they used to do the OVW call up during the Ruthless Aggression era, and they used to just give them whatever. That's what that music reminded <laughs> me of. I'm Who does their the music track? now? Yeah. Who does Def, music now? Because they don't have Somebody, CFOS anymore. Some group named Deaf Rebel. Oh, well, God. they must be deaf. Because. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is Jim Johnson, they, they were interviewing him one time, and he's like, the thing about interest nowadays is guys are just making songs that are not getting in tune with the character. You know, these they're making things, but they're not, they don't even fit these guys. These guys are coming out to music that doesn't fit them. That you know, when you're, making, when you're making interest music, you got to make sure it fits that person's character. Yeah, like there's like, certain uh, music, Ross. like... Like Cross's music fits his character. That's that's that group's best thing right now. Cross's theme and EO's theme. To me, that's yeah. the only two things. EO's new theme. theme. Oh my god! I remember when I first heard EO's new theme. I was bumping that shit for a week. I was like, yeah, this hits. I'm like, this. It shit makes me just want to do a whole bunch of Molly and just like headbang. Well, I don't know about all that, but like, <laughs> that shit hits. Like when the um when the uh what was it when the drums come in, boom boom boom. I said, you hear that shit? You're about to come here and fuck your life up. 
Um, I, I, when I heard her theme, I was like, this is too cool to be a WWE theme song. <laughs> <laughs> Way too cool. Like, what am I watching? Like a, like a live action Japanese film? Like this is just getting ready too intense right now. Like Dakota's is okay. Uh, Priest's theme is growing on me. I, I'm starting to like Priest's theme. Does he have a new one or is it the same one from NXT? It, it, it's, it's, the same a, one. it's the same one. That, okay. But Def Rebel, they, they did his theme too. Apparently they did a new theme for Alexa Bliss that they used for like two weeks and then they went right back to his over. <laughs> like when Orton had uh, this fire burns <laughs> for like a week. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't fit him. No, it didn't. It, it, but it, it, it really did. He had it for like a week and then they gave him uh, uh, his current theme. He said at first when he heard it, he hated it, his current theme. He said he hated it at first. Um, but who who else in NXT? Uh, Shotzi's fits her. Shotzi's fits her. <laughs> I, I can barely, I barely remember. I barely remember uh, Ember's old one. I mean, her new one. I barely remember her new one. Yeah, yeah I barely. Yeah. Like, most I think they come out Shotzi's theme when they're yes, together. It's like a remix yeah, version. Of, I think it's like a remix version of Shotzi's theme that has, you know, it mentions Ember in it. Yeah. Uh, one of the worst offenses ever was when they gave asuka and kaidi a theme literally a month before kaidi left i was like yeah. how, the, how are you gonna finally give them a tag team theme and then kaidi about to leave i was like what the fuck oh no uh johnny's obvious uh johnny, johnny has the great that yeah i mean theme. yeah it's like yeah um it's kind of it's his regular one but kind of like slowed down um more heelish uh, who 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 else in NXT has? Like, I mean, obviously Finn's theme is just Finn's theme is one of the greatest themes ever. I'm going front. Yeah. Um. Just it doesn't matter whether he baby face or heel, that shit fits. Yeah. CFOs. They had a couple baggers. They had uh, his pre- and Shinsuke. I prefer. Yeah, Shinsuke's is great too. I prefer Dexter Loomis's first theme because it sounded way more. I mean, I guess it might not fit because he's a babyface now or whatever. But his first theme was like way more like. It's it's really just a watered down Stranger Things theme. That's it really was, but that's what (laughs) like like. (laughs) Remember when Swerve had like three, four fucking themes in the course of a month? I'm like, can y'all decide what y'all want this man's music to be? I was like, who who's (laughs) coming out? And then it'd be him. I'm like, oh. His best theme, though, was, was that bastardized version of Jeremiah's We. That was his best theme. <laughs> I like that theme, actually. That was his best theme. Not even like the original song that is based yeah, on. Yeah, I, re- I remember you t- hitting you guys up and watching NXT Live and going, Bro, this guy has a new theme every week. He really Why? did. I was like, Can they decide what his theme's going to be? I'm like, Swerve makes music. Let him make his own fucking theme. Swerve is basically me at Rudy shows. <laughs> Just pick it. I would tell. I would tell Rudy, "Hey, play this song." But every time I come out, he'd have like a different theme. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I get, I get you're like passive aggressive towards me, but can we at least cooperate on this? <laughs> Shit. I like, uh, I like GYV's theme. They, they got a good theme. I wish I, I knew like what MSK's theme. I wish I knew what MSK stands for. <laughs> they have yet to say what MSK stands for. This MSK dog, they're cool. MSK all night, all day. I don't know what MSK means though. That's a I don't want to. I don't want to be. I don't want to be screaming MSK and then, you know, get assaulted on the streets. For real, like, tell me what those three letters mean. Then we're all Gucci. Uh, who, who? Uh, just one more. Who has? Who else has a good theme in NXT? Tegan's been gone so long, I can't remember her theme. Uh-oh. All right, T- Tasty Tegan. Uh, oh, Tony's. I like Tony's new theme. I like the yeah, way. Tony, it, yeah. I like the way it starts. That guitar in the beginning. I like the way it starts. I like how they. I like 
I like what they do with the lights whenever she comes out. I'm like, yeah, the flashing lights. Yeah, this is all Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like I that. get that '80s glam music. That's what it is. But this uh, this main event was wild. It almost got too excessive. Almost. Almost. That shit. Let me see. I timed that shit. That fucking match went. It was like at least thirty, wasn't it? Four minutes. No. No. Forty minutes and nineteen seconds. What? It felt like thirty. So I guess it felt like thirty. So that's a good thing. Yeah. I guess it didn't feel as long as I thought it was. I was like, why did you just make this shit up? No disqualification, Iron Man match. If you were going to go that fucking. (laughs) But it it told a good story. Obviously, these men looked like they were legit trying to kill each other. At one point, I really did think Kyle was dead. Just the way he sells shit. Yeah, that, uh, no, the one, the bump that Cole took on the table. And then, like, he, was it Cole or Riley? Who did the Brain Buster on the table? You know, I don't know. I think it was Cole that did it to, no, I think it was O'Reilly that did it to Cole. They did it to Cole. And then Cole, the way Cole sold his back, like, oh, dude, he, he oh, it was as bad. You guys have to go back and look at it. But the way, the way he landed was not good. Oh, trust me, I do not mind. I do not mind going back and watching takeovers. <laughs> <laughs> Except, have, uh, ex- no, there hasn't been a bad takeover, but there was one takeover that wasn't as good as the other one. I forget which one. The, the one takeout that kind of sticks out in my mind is the takeover that had Shayna and Mia Yim on it. That takeover wasn't that great. Fuck, I can't. Shit. That I didn't realize they were on 34 takeovers until Triple H said it on a post conference. <laughs> well, yeah, because takeover 30 was a few months ago. Yeah, I'm like, it's like last year. Shit. And Takeover 30 was Takeover 30 had Johnny and wasn't that the one that had Johnny and Cole on it? Takeover 30? Yeah. Nah, Takeover 30 was No, that was that was that was when uh Cross and Keith Lee face off for the title and Cross broke his damn arm. That was 30? I thought that was in your house. Mm, no, that was 30. In your house was Cole and Dream in that parking lot. I thought that, that was during Great American Bat. What the fuck? Like these takeovers run together so many times. Jesus Christ. No, nah, what, what's what's got you fucked up is the same thing that gets me fucked up is they do these special edition NXT episodes in between. So it's like Yeah, you'll be like the Halloween Havoc Great Yeah, you'll be thinking Havoc. like you'll be thinking Shotzi and Sasha took place at a, not a Shotzi and Sasha, but an EO and Sasha match took place at a takeover, but no, nah, it was at one of those great Great American Bash episodes. Oh yeah, yeah, that was Cole and McAfee. That's what that match. I didn't, I didn't like that match. That match I didn't care for too much. I mean, because yeah, McAfee he, was good. I just, I just thought McAfee had Cole gave him too much. Yeah, he gave him way too fucking much. Um, but yeah, like I said, I, I've actually been thinking. Well, they don't have all the takeovers on Peacock yet. Nope. But whenever they do, I was thinking about just zipping back through all of them and watching them. Leading up to yeah. 35. Well, uh, whenever they put all that shit back on Peacock and we start doing old NXT SmackDown Raw reviews, we'll definitely be on the bill yeah. for those. Fuck, uh, that won't be until August. <laughs> so, just got to create King content until then. Um, and I flub my right, words up. Right. Yeah, uh, Cole decapitated, no, O'Reilly decapitated Cole. <laughs> it yeah. won the match. I said, Walk. and then Cole was convulsing I said oh Jesus Christ that, that was great selling shit he might not then, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, guess we go to Wrestlemania Wrestlemania all the with all the with the excessive lights and pyro and laser rain 
rain. All the rain, yeah, the weather delay. I was so mad at you guys. I was on messaging you, like, what the fuck is this? I didn't know yeah. there was rain delay. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I, no, it wasn't you that was complaining about it. I think it was Robert. I was like, no, it was because he mentioned rain delay and I hadn't put on the show yet. So I was like, what the fuck is he yeah. talking about? So was this thing going to start yeah. on on time? I'm like, what do you mean is it going to start on time? Why wouldn't it? But then, you know, well, yeah, because Mesler and all them were reporting that it was just like, uh, I don't follow him. So I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. WrestleMania has been delayed. Yeah. Um, when I was leaving Tampa, I had just beat the rain. Because when I got up that morning, they were like, oh, you're, what time is your flight leave? I think my flight left at 1227. Yeah, I left at 1227. They were like, oh, you're going to beat the rain. I was like, the rain? I was like, yeah. I was like, it never rains on WrestleMania Day when outdoors. They're like, well, they're going to get some rain this year. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Like, I was like, man, y'all should have picked a fucking stadium. I mean, obviously, you can't predict the weather sometimes. It'll be like, it's clear as fuck. And then it starts raining out of nowhere. But- I tell people all the fucking time. They ask me, like, is New Texas Pro going to do any outdoor shows? I was like, if they ask, if it's up to me, hell no. Because you might say, okay, I'm going to do a show May 22nd outdoors. You don't know what the fucking weather's going to do that day. You don't, don't even know the day the before. That should yeah, be you sunny one day. Then you wake up the next day, it's raining hard as shit. And you're like, where'd this yeah. come from? And it's Texas, so we might get snow in fucking May. You never know. <laughs> um, I'll never forget, it's, it snowed in April one year. Um, oh yeah, and, uh, but shit, I like that show. Like, I was I had just got to Dallas, and I was telling you, I was like, well, there's like a ninety percent chance of your thunderstorms in Tampa. Like that's what they were saying all day long, and um, I was watching it. I think I was in a TGI Fridays, and I was watching it, and Drew cut that work shoot promo. <laughs> I was like, Drew is working, but Drew is like legitimately pissed yeah, because that man last said year- <laughs> it had no fans. And he beat Brock, biggest moment of his career. Now he about to face Bobby in this rain, and he might not be able to do that shit again. He's like, "What the fuck?" He said, "Mother oh. Nature ain't gonna save your ass." I said, "Ooh, yeah, he fired uh, up." I, I I loved I loved that stuff because none of that shit was scripted. Nope. So I'm like, maybe y'all should Kevin, stop scripting a lot of these guys. Kevin Owens yeah. got a good promo. Yeah, until that audio crack kicked in, I'm like, yeah, well, like, God damn it, one of them chords got wet. <laughs> <laughs> That shit said, ooh. I'm like, oh, but I know uh, what that sounds. <laughs> BB Rexa and her boobs. So, yeah. <laughs> it's so compared to the beautiful. Uh, I'm, I'm a boob guy. So, man. I'm I, a boob guy. I'm more, of a, like, more of a leg butt guy now. Thanks, Stacey Keebler. But I was just like. I want like, both of them shits. I got a big ass mouth. Just put them right in there. Oh, God. <laughs> them things were thanging. I was like. Okay, so BB just let the girls come out to play for WrestleMania. That thing was super low cut. I said, Jesus Christ. Hey, she probably, I don't know how old she is, but she probably watched wrestling back in like 2002. So she probably was like, man, this is probably appropriate. And then Vince was like, well, I guess it's too late to tell her to change. BB Rex is 31. Oh, shit. So, yeah. So the night opened with. Finally. Yeah. (laughs) With. Uh, Bobby Lashley defending his WWE title against Drew McIntyre. I, I, I like good match. I yeah, liked I like, it, yeah. but I'm gonna tell you what I didn't like: the finish. Uh, Shelton and Cedric not coming out. So I guess that means the hurt uh, business is go. officially done. Oh fuck! Fuck you! What you mean? Here we go. Uh, well, well, I'm just saying that they have way better team members now. If you didn't watch Raw, I'm gonna fast forward a little bit. You got I mean, T-Bar. 
And what's the other guy's name? Mace. I'm fucking Mace. Put, put some respect on Brandon Williams' name. I'm fucking. <laughs> I'm fucking muting you. I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! I'm, I'm just saying the hurt business has upgraded. Is all I'm saying. No, the fuck they have. <laughs> not not to play devil's advocate. I kind of get revenge is going. I kind of get it. Okay, these two are younger guys than Shelton is. So, I mean, really, truly, if he didn't want to push Shelton, he could have at least, like, threw Mace in there, threw Keith Lee in there if he didn't want to make a go with, you know, Shelton and Cedric. Like, you could have just replaced Shelton with, like, a younger guy. Shut up. Ricochet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> with Ricochet. I don't know. Jesus yeah, Christ. like. T God, then Ricochet. I just was like. Look, I like T God. But Hurt Business was a stable of very athletic black men. Yeah, I don't want that jack in there. It's like, I, fucking, I like, oh, it's like Owen in the nation. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you don't know if there's some black in there. There isn't. There isn't. I like, I like Dijak, okay? Look, God bless the dead, but Owen Hart was Canadian mayonnaise at best. Facts. <laughs> like, like, I was like, his family owned cats. <laughs> like, I just, like, it just, uh... So you telling me they dropped Mustafa, which normally when a heel faction turns on their leader, that pretty much means that they're going baby. Yeah. But they helped Lashley, <laughs> which means they're still heels. So why leave Mustafa? Like, did you just they not like to... Mustafa, you freaking racist? Like, 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 man. That's the what I'm beginning. The plan. That's what I'm beginning. I'm like, I thought him saying like Mustafa is not marketable. I thought he was just working, but I'm starting to like believe like maybe he's not working. Maybe he's onto something here. Like. Because you're like, your name is Musafa Ali and you're not willing to change that. To when I know why would he? Like I, I don't I don't I don't know. It's weird. I, I don't I don't I don't know. It, it's it's weird. I don't know what the raw creative team has against <laughs> you know Mexicans and <laughs> brown people <laughs> and black and black and people and of color in groups. general. Yeah, I don't I don't know what the deal is on that side of the town, but you know, on SmackDown, the Mysterios are still a team. The Street Profits are still a team. Like here, here were here were his names, right? All his ring names. His real name is Adil Alam. That's his real name. His wrestling names were Ali. During that period, Vince didn't like first names, so he was just Ali for like a month. He was Alto at one point, and then he was Prince Mustafa Ali. That was on the Indies. So I'm like, I don't. I'm like, how is? Who said he wasn't marketable, Vince? Yeah, must have. Like I, I can, I can. I'm not trying to paint WWE to be bad people, but I can see somebody in marketing thinking like, well, we can't market Musafa. You know, people might hear that name and think, you know, ter- I, I can hear people saying these things. Oh yeah, it's totally bullshit. But I'm just like, yeah. it's just, it's just like, weird. I'm like, you, you can't- you get, you get where I'm coming from though, right? Yeah, I, I get what, I totally get what you're saying. And yeah, like, I, I understand what you're saying. And I know that's probably what they would probably think, but it, yeah. I'm just thinking, I'm like, it makes no sense because you have this guy, right? Huh? He's good in the ring. He can talk, which yeah. a lot of your main eventers can't talk as good as Mustafa. Yeah, Let's no, be 100% honest. All. Bobby yeah. Lashley is the WWE champion, right? right. Bobby ain't that good of a talker. <laughs> like, that's mostly why MVP is there. Like, yeah. just, Mustafa can talk a better than a lot of your main eventers. 
Yeah. He he's a good looking cat. He's not ugly in the slightest. He's a no, good looking right. cat. He can work very well because he said Vince told him that he's very good as an underneath baby face. He can work well as an underneath baby face. Y'all what have backhanded lit- compliment is that. I know. But I'm like, <laughs> y'all have literally as far as I know, I could be wrong. Robert, you can fact check me on this. They have literally never had a Middle Eastern baby face. Maybe you could count. Maybe you, get, you could probably count. Uh, fuck, Kali. But just other than that, y'all have never had a baby right. man. Y'all never had a baby face of Middle Eastern descent before. Right. Ever. I, 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 I don't agree with them. I'm pretty sure somebody probably did tell him that. I don't agree with that at all. Like, I think y'all could make something of Ali. I really yeah. do. I'm not but, saying you're gonna throw him in the world title picture and immediately, but damn, y'all could at least at have least him give him the like, IC title, give him the US title. Would yeah, be perfect. Honestly, if you I don't know why US he title. didn't. Why didn't y'all let him beat Matt Riddle? Ain't like Matt Riddle doing shit. Like, I thought he was gonna beat him at Fastlane. Like y'all are y'all are so hell bent on like pushing Sheamus as a heel, but and Ali he. He, his promo ability, he could be the top. He could be at least one of the top heels on Raw. Yeah, yeah to where, because the problem on Raw is I don't watch the show, but fuck, Bobby's a WWE champion, but he don't have a whole lot of babyface challengers. And the fuck no, because okay. it's, it's Drew, and then I guess Strowman. I guess Strowman. Yeah, I guess they threw Randy into that mix, but Randy tried to burn a man alive. He's still got to be a heel, like the fuck. And like, like if Drew beats, if Drew, like I have a feeling they're going to, it'll be some fuck boy shit. I hope not. I love Drew, but he don't need to be Bobby right now. If if they, it'll be some fuck boy ass shit. Like, oh, we didn't put the title on him at WrestleMania in front of fans. We gonna put the title on here for the virtual fans. But anyway. um if Drew, say if Drew does win that backlash, right? Because WrestleMania backlash is a stupid title. That's but anyway, a dumbass. Yeah, just this, call it backlash. If, backlash. Yeah. If back, if Drew does win that backlash, okay, heel wise, okay, he has Bobby, he has Randy, AJ's doing a tag shit right now. Keith, Keith, when he goes back, yeah. I don't know what the fuck they're gonna do with Keith Lee. He should. Either. They really, they really should left uh, that. I would love if Samoa Joe comes back as a face. He's not doing commentating now. I thought, he was, commentating on, I thought he was commentating on SmackDown now. That's what I was oh, thinking. Oh, he is? Oh. Yeah, because they put Graves back on Raw. So Graves I don't like is not doing both? He, I, I hope not. I hope not either. <laughs> I, I like Graves as a commentator, but I don't need him like they were trying uh, like they were like they were doing before. That was too much. I don't I don't I heard that dude they got on Raw now. New guy? Uh, yeah, I don't like his I don't I don't like his voice. I think he was on. I, I, I don't mean to sound mean or anything, but I I just like not everybody with the ability to talk can do commentary. There, there's certain people they have the voice for football, they have a voice for basketball. Like from what I used to hear all the time, Jonathan Coachman wasn't a good commentator for wrestling. But if you get him to commentate football, he's great. Yeah, apparently, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you mentioned Drew beating Bobby. You know what? I'm gonna put this out there in the universe. Fuck it. He keep asking about it. If Drew loses to Bobby again, make him fight Walter. <laughs> make him fight Walter. Yeah, yeah I know yeah. Drew. I know Drew want that match. He's been. Yeah. I know when NXT UK first became a thing, Triple H said that Drew was always asking him if he could be on a damn takeover, and Triple H was be like, I mean, if Vince ain't got nothing for you, sure. 
Yeah, I, I, um, Triple H said in the post conference, he's like, yeah, Walter, he wants to stay, you know, overseas, but he said he does not mind coming over here and chopping the shit out of a couple guys and flying right back overseas. He said he doesn't mind doing that. You know how much money that would make? Just thinking about it. Drew McIntyre versus Walter. It could be in NXT. It could be in fucking UK. Hell, I'd put that on a main roster for the UK title. Fuck it. That is a money-ass match. No, it it would have to happen in NXT because... Yeah, that'd be where Drew could... They could just do whatever the hell they want. Yeah, because if if Vince... Vince probably ain't going to want to book the match once he finds out that the guy that was going to move stateside. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, I, I can see Vince being like, well, why would I, you know, waste time booking a match for a guy who doesn't even live nearby? If I need somebody to work on Monday, I can't call him because he's going to be overseas. Yeah. So, so. I... It would have to be in. It would have to be in NXT. Yeah, that's just what I'd say to Drew. If he loses Bobby, fuck it. Just have him fight Balter one time. Make yeah. that match happen. Yeah, I, I, yeah, go on, Ricky. My bad. I just they they've put Drew back in the like Drew's getting his rematch next month, and I'm just like, okay, so. And we'll get to it when we talk the Raw Women's match, but they also did something on Monday that I knew they were going to do. But I still don't. Uh, yeah. But yeah, back just real quick, finishing up on Mustafa, and then we'll move on to the next match. It's just I don't know how they don't think they can. It's just it's, mm-hmm. I don't know what the thought process. I, I believe in my heart of hearts, if he was on SmackDown, he'd be doing a whole lot more because SmackDown, it, it's it's gone back to the way it used to be. Back yeah. when the initial brand split happened, you know, when Booker T was on Raw, he. He was on the show, but he wasn't like he was. He wasn't like a top feature talent. You like hear all these, especially after nineteen. Yeah, yeah, like you would. You see all these names, but he would be in the and more list. When he got to SmackDown, he did more. He was in championship matches. He changed his character. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah blah blah. SmackDown is pretty much that right now. Like match wise, you know, as far as the card goes, it's SmackDown is hit or miss in that department. But as far as like character development, storyline progression. They they got that overall. Yeah. Like, and if they had Ali on SmackDown, they definitely give him a shot because they have Roman, they have Seth, but it doesn't hurt to have a third heel on the brand either. And you can't say, and you can't say, oh, he's too small. He's literally about as tall as AJ. Yeah. And he's. I realized that they had a match before. I was like, Mustafa is about the same height as AJ. Why the yeah. fuck is he on Two or Five Live? <laughs> like, yeah, and- <laughs> what the fuck? And I know yeah, Daniel I, picked him specifically when he came up. He wanted specifically to work with Mustafa. That's one of the reasons mm-hmm. they initially put him on SmackDown a couple years ago anyway. Yeah. He, Daniel to he, work with him. he was actually getting pushed before Randy kicked him in the face. Yeah, and fuck this, fuck this thing. I mean, that way, that made way for Kofi. <laughs> Still, that, that yeah, was kind of fucked. I that, kinda, that one. Which yeah. was another thing. I'm like, which, geez, we keep talking about it because there's such a rabbit hole to go down with it, but... <laughs> Why was he feuding with Xavier? Uh, Why was he feuding with Kofi? Kofi took his was, spot. <laughs> like so, he was cutting promos on Kofi, but he was never faced Kofi one on one. Yeah, he was feuding with Xavier, and I think trying to get Xavier to join Retribution because he just got done fucking with Ricochet because <laughs> Ricochet didn't want to join. So he said, "Fuck it, I guess I'll move on to the next guy." Uh, oh no. Yeah. Raw, raw waste. Raw creative team wastes a lot of time. They wasted everybody's time with the Rusev, Bobby, lot of shit. Yeah. And they wasted everybody's time with Retribution. 
Mercedes Martinez was the smallest, the smartest fell. one in the group. Retribution felt like a Bruce Pritchard idea for the simple fact. I'm like, this shit is aces and <laughs> This shit yeah. is so aces and eights. What's crazy is like, he did a great job at reality wrestling. It kind of makes me think like, okay, so this is Vince. When he was with Book, he was good. So this is all Vince. It has yeah, to. Yeah, because that, that's, that's, damn it, we keep, fuck. <laughs> We're going to get back on track, I promise. <laughs> it just, yeah. With, with Bruce, he can speak Vince, but the problem with Bruce, I find, is that when he gets around Vince, he starts thinking closer to Vince. Because when he was down in reality wrestling, that was where he came up at in Texas and shit. Yeah. So he can recall yeah. that Southern shit. But he knows mm-hmm. up he knows up in Connecticut Vince will go for that Southern wrestling shit. Nah. So he's like, like fuck it. I he, he he he's not like Pat Patterson. Pat Patterson would like Or Cornette. Yeah. Or like, Heyman to an extent. Oh. I think him and Heyman got along better on the second run than they did that first run. Yeah. Because Bailey goes they they knew what each other was about and I think Heyman had matured a lot in that time too. Also had a so, kid. So yeah. um, I mellowed him out. I think Bruce, he'll like say something, but if Vince don't want to go for it, he just backs off and like, okay, it's your company, it's your yeah, show. That's pretty much how he does. He's like, fuck it. All right, boss. Now he'll tell yeah. us he thinks something is stupid, but at the same time he ain't gonna fight it. He's like, fuck it, all right. He got final shit. He ain't gonna he ain't gonna put on the gloves like hey man you see back in the day. That's what AEW lacks, but that's another topic for another time. Vince <laughs> used to get beat red in the face at Paul. <laughs> I was like, shit. Golly. That reminds me of like Arn Anderson talking about he would want to tear his damn hair out talking to Kevin Owens. Because <laughs> Owens I, would want to just because Owens would want to go ever every single thing when he'd agent like when Arn said he'd agent Kevin Owens matches, he was like he'd Kevin wanted to go over every single fucking thing and Arn was like bruh we went over this <laughs> like I try to do I'm like bruh we went over this and Cornette said he did the same thing in ROH Steam would want to go over every single minute thing and it's just like we went over this spot five times what do you what is your problem that that probably explains Kevin's <laughs> position in WWE like it, like I get making I get making one and you make things make sense but it's just like jesus christ there's a limit yeah like these producers they're gonna go back and report to vince about everything you do and if <laughs> and if they're speaking negatively of you that's gonna affect how vince pushes you going forward yeah they're gonna think he don't want to cooperate with nothing he always got a question about something like yeah. <laughs> who is he eva leaf eva leafs eva leafs you said eva leaf eva uh leaf. next match on night one because jesus christ uh, was what was the next match? Was it the Gauntlet match? Uh, turmoil? No, that's a turmoil. I blanked out. I legit. Yeah, blanked I didn't out. pay attention to that one. I legit blanked out when <laughs> Billy Kay got eliminated. I officially oh, stopped caring. I, I wanted to put somebody over in this match. Uh, props to Liv Morgan. No. Yes. Uh, props to Liv Morgan. Everything she did looked smooth, and her selling was all point. Well, apparently, I, like, uh, apparently, she. She's everybody like better. apparently everybody likes Liv. Yeah, she's gotten a lot better, a lot better. Y'all remember when uh back in NXT when she cut that promo talk about she wanted to face Oscar? Yeah, Oscar choked her out in like twenty seconds. I said, <laughs> she said, I'm, she said I'm ready for Oscar. I wanted a shot at the title. Oscar said, okay. As soon as that bell rang, Liv got snatched. 
Yeah. <laughs> I was like, like it was fun to see just a squash, but at the same time, I'm like, what was the point of this live? What did you accomplish? <laughs> <laughs> What's sad is she's a baby face and that happened to her. For real. Yeah, no, Oscar yeah. said that bell rang. Oscar said, come here. <laughs> oh shit. No, I thought the Riot Squad did a great job in that match. I was really disappointed they lost. <laughs> they're, they're the only team in the match. <laughs> The only team they really the were the only legit team in the match. <laughs> they lost. I think we predicted like, that too. We said they're probably gonna lose, and then the only legit team in the match. You guys I was like in, in Vince's world, that that makes sense. Like, uh, I got a lot of makeshift teams. How hard can tag teams be? Just throw two people together. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, if that was an NXT, the Riot Squad would have won. Just they legit the would. They probably would. They, they're they're actually a team. That everybody else is just like. Look, I wasn't doing shit. You weren't doing shit. Let's just. I wanted, man, I wanted Billy Kay to eliminate the Riot Squad mostly because it treated her like dirt. <laughs> oh, and didn't Mandy rat. slip over there too? Yes. Mandy slipped on her entrance. Yeah, Mandy <laughs> did. I don't know what the fuck her and Dana were wearing that night. I'm like, that is not like wrestling attire. That like fucking lingerie shit you got from fucking Fredericks of damn New York. What's of funny Hollywood is, like, she, Mandy was on her Instagram story and Titus came up saying, it's all right. Happens to the best of us. And then he just <laughs> they said AJ slipped a bit too when he was coming out. He didn't fall on his ass, but apparently he slipped a little bit. He's phenomenal. <laughs> AJ AJ might stumble a little bit, but he don't fall. But yeah, right, like I said, right. man, I was upset when Billy Kay was gone. I was gone. I'm like, I don't care if he wins. <laughs> I got I got a rant on this. I'm pretty sure we've all said the same thing. What was the point in splitting the Iconics up if you were going to put them with other people? Why not just keep them yes. together? Yeah, because like, like I've said Don't before, um, the initial point that I heard was Vince broke them up because he saw money in a singles Peyton Royce. That's where he saw money. Now, and according to Bailey, Peyton is Sasha level. That's according to Bailey. As far as in-ring work, Peyton is Sasha level. Now, Peyton is good in the ring when they let her be. I don't know if she's Sasha level, but yeah, she, she can get there. She can be fine. So they broke them up because Vince saw money and Peyton as a singles. So that's why they broke them up. Then Billy got sent to SmackDown. Peyton stayed on Raw. Less than a month later, she was with Lacey Evans. Garbage. And they Makes had no chemistry. Makes no sense. At all. They had no chemistry. Then Lacey bonked out of that shit because she got pregnant. So and then, uh, where's, where's Peyton Royce been with the Sasha Banks talent? Uh, she well, she cut a match with Oscar. I heard that was pretty good. Yeah, she cut a promo on talk on Raw Talk talking about stop wasting my time and give me Oscar. And then they they had a match. I didn't watch it. I I heard it was fairly decent. Oscar won obviously because she retained. And right now she ain't doing nothing. Meanwhile, Billy Kay went to SmackDown and started thriving because for whatever reason, everyone in the company just suddenly remembered that Billy Kay is actually fucking funny. And she has a personality. She was the personality my, of the team. I, in my opinion, if I was booking, if they didn't have a match for Bailey, like Billy Kay and Bailey should have been host of WrestleMania. So, yeah, something like that. Because charisma, charisma overload. Yeah, because when they broke them up, I'm like, why did I'm like just the fact that I like them as a unit because they are legit great together. I'm like, if you break them up, Peyton is gonna drown. Yeah, she's just pretty. Without Billy, she's just a pretty girl. That can like, wrestle. That's yeah, it. pretty much. Like Billy has Billy's not as she's solid too, but she's not as good as Peyton, but she's solid. Billy was all the personality in this team. All the great promos they had was Billy talking and Peyton feeding off her energy. <laughs> like that's how they worked. 
I have an idea though, since they're obviously friends in real life. Yeah. Bailey's not really doing much. When was the last time there was a female stable in the company? When they were I was doing thinking, that fucking team bad shit and team bad uh, the submission. When they had all the yeah, when they brought up those three at the same time and instantly put them in stables and all they had was tag matches for like three months. Why not? Uh, Bailey Bailey's not doing much and nope. Neither one of those two girls are doing anything. Why not do a superstar shakeup and put all three of them on the same show and make a stable out of Bailey, Peyton, and Billy Kay? Yeah, or shit. If you don't want to do that, I'd do Bailey, Carmella, and Billy Kay because Bailey and Carmella are friends in real life. Nah, yeah. I don't like Carmella. She's got charisma. That's your problem. But <laughs> yeah, I don't like Carmella, though. That's your problem. She, but, she's got charisma. Yeah, she or that. Not- so I, they could do that. Um, ding dong, hello. Um, just right the fuck there. Something. Yeah, do something. I, I wouldn't. I'm all for a female stable. I mean, it's it'll be a fresh thing. Speaking of that, somebody said today on Facebook, they put a picture up. They were talking about the, you know, the fest for a little bit, the NXT, when, you know, the three f- women's champions are in the ring. Mm-hmm. They said they should form a stable. I'm like, why would they form a stable? Why? That's exactly what I said. I'm like, what was the, what would be the point of them forming a stable? They're all on separate brands. And I think Raquel's still a heel. I don't even fucking know at this point. But- yeah, I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if she's a heel or she's gone baby now. I don't know. And then they were like, uh, what the fuck? This is some stupid shit because people in the area don't know what the hell they're talking about. And what it was like, they're all just like, like NXT has had like takeovers and invasions and this, that, and the other. And I think Rhea's still a heel. I was like, Rhea was heel for that one match with Oscar. Now that Charlotte's back, she's definitely babyface. There's yeah. no way in hell she's gonna be heel facing Charlotte. The fuck? I heard I heard that was the best part of Raw. I haven't watched the promo myself, but I heard Charlotte's promo was the best part. I wouldn't doubt it. And they were talking about this man how I knew I was done with the conversation. He said they could be the new female, they could l- literally be the new legacy or new day. I'm like shut the fuck up. I'm like, okay, one. How the hell are they going to be the new legacy when only Raquel is a second generation wrestler? The point of legacy was that all of them were generational wrestlers. Orton was a third gen. Cody's a second gen. Ted was a second gen. Then Mumanu was in there for half a second. He was a second gen or third. So I'm like, what the fuck? And then if you think they're going to be as if you think they're going to be as silly, if any of those three going to be as silly as New Day was, you out of your fucking mind. So that was a stupid conversation I had. But, <laughs> but yeah, the tag team turmoil match. Tamina and Natty won. That was fine for Tamina. She got a her first WrestleMania win ever. Yeah. Did you see Tommy's uh, Dreamer's tweet about her? She was just like, "No, the next top baby face." Tamina. Your face. <laughs> what? This man said, "You see Tommy Dreamer's tweet about her?" No. The <laughs> I didn't mean to either. It just popped up on my timeline, right? I don't follow him. So like I don't no. follow I don't, I don't follow Tommy Dreamer either. You know how Twitter is. But they they won, so yeah, bully for them. What was was what was next? Was it AJ and Almost Omos. versus New Day? I didn't pay attention. Omos looked good. That's mostly what I gotta say. He did what he needed to do, went in there, did big man shit, beat the fuck out of Xavier and Kofi and called it a day. Yeah, and that was pretty much the match. AJ did a forearm off his shoulders. That was neat. And Bob's your uncle, so they're the new tag team champions. Don't <laughs> oh, know why this had. Just... Don't know why this had to be a WrestleMania match, but there you oh, go. Remember, remember, because um, he was trying to see if Triple H was gonna have a bandwidth to do the match with him this year, and Triple H told him, 
yep. nah, I can't do it this year. So this is all they had for AJ because they the, didn't. If I was the dirty dogs, I they didn't. Do they didn't. They didn't build. They didn't build any other baby faces up in that time period for. Robert was Cesaro yeah. and Seth next. Uh, yes, Cesaro and Seth. I saw that Seth. <laughs> no, no, no. It wasn't. Was it? What about where was Bad Bunny and Priest versus Miz and Moore? That was the semi main. That was a semi main. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. So Seth and Cesaro was good. Uh, I mean, that was I, match of the night for sure. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> you didn't think it was better than uh, Bobby and, or you didn't think it was better than Bianca? No, it wasn't better than Bianca. Yeah, I don't know. It was still solid though. They let Cesaro do his UFO. Finally, they uh, he won. I. I reserve judgment on whether this was a good idea or not, depending on what happens later. Because they could easily just let him win and then not do shit with him. But probably not. They just had him have his win at WrestleMania, and that was it. We'll see. Hopefully, he's on SmackDown. They should do something with him. He beat Seth. There you go. That's a rub. Seth put him over well. After that was Braun versus Shane McMahon in a steel cage match that I didn't watch. No one watched. I know Shane got thrown off a cage because it's mania, and Shane always needs to have a huge-ass bump. And he's 51. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. I'm, I'm not taking a bump. That big at 51. I'm not taking that big, <clears throat> that big at 28. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that that shit made no sense to me. I didn't care about the match, so I was on my phone and then I took fell asleep. But by the time I woke up, the match was already done. Actually, the whole show was off. <laughs> so I was like, oops, got that match ruined it for you, huh? <laughs> I, I knew going in, I didn't care. I was like, I don't care about this shit. That match specifically, I didn't care. I didn't care for the build. I didn't care about the people that were in it. Like, I don't, I don't get what they're doing. Like, they like the second time they've done this at a WrestleMania. Okay, so the smaller person is somehow bullying the bigger person. Yeah, <laughs> they did this with Nia and Alexa like two or three years ago. This well, Shane is because like he has uh, Shane and uh, Big Show. That's it's because Shane has money and power. That's why he can bully big old Braun uh, Strowman because he has money and power. And Braun got these hands. Yeah, but that hand <laughs> sue his ass. He won't have hands no more. Your hands gonna be working for me. Semi main was Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus The Miz and John Morrison. I heard Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. <laughs> yeah, Bad Bunny put in work. He put in some yeah, work. Really- WWE paid a lot of fucking money for his promo. They promoted that man's tour and every damn thing. <laughs> like Jesus Christ. But yeah, he did some Huracan Ranas. He did a. He, he a did a selling a lot of good did, punches. Did a Lucha DDT. A bunny destroyer. A yes, bunny a destroyer, bunny destroyer, yeah. which I know Petey Williams, if he was dead, he'd be rolling over in his grave. He's like, that is the worst thing I ever did to wrestle. He said, he probably looks back on the Canadian short like, that is the worst thing I've ever done in professional wrestling. Because <laughs> anybody can just do that shit now, apparently. Remember the first time you saw the Canadian short, you were like, whoa, what the fuck was that? I know I've seen a flipping power driver. I mean, the I mean when you break it down, just the way to do it, the semantics of it, the physics of it are completely ridiculous. But like, you didn't but you didn't know that at the time. You just saw you saw that movie, you're like, holy shit, what the hell was that? Then, you know, everybody started doing it, and it's just like, man, anybody can do it. I knew that move was officially dead when one of the rockers did it at an AW show. <laughs> no, the Rockers did it on uh, no the, the no it was a it was one of the pay per views I forgot what pay per view it was but they did it AEW it was AEW's they had a match and all they didn't even ha- they didn't even have a match it wasn't during a match it was after a match oh, it they- was 
it was at, it was it, right? i think it was the bucks versus i think it was the bucks versus santana and ortiz and the yeah. bucks won and the rockers not rockers rock and roll express were at ringside and then they uh then santana and ortiz started ha- hassling the rock and roll express and then bucks came to make the save and then i think it was uh ricky morton did the yeah, canadian destroyer just- on ortiz and i was like jesus christ and then Dustin Rhodes started. I'm like, this move is officially dead. And then the Young Bucks. The all well, I think Dustin. I think I think Dustin does a code red. I don't think he does the Canadian Destroyer. I think he does a code red. No, I see. You bullshit. But <laughs> I did on your boy. Whose boy? Your boy? No, not my boy. Fuck Sean Spears. He ain't shit. Uh, he's just Peyton Royce's beard. Where did Ricky go? Probably looking at something on his phone. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the car for night two. <laughs> yeah. So Bad Bunny and Priest, <gasps> with Bad Bunny getting the pin, I don't know how I feel about that. I probably, I think Priest probably should have got that pin, but fuck it. Yeah. Uh, then Bianca and Sasha close the night out. What a great! That was a yeah. That that match was good. Um, just I'm a sick, small tidbit. I'm I didn't. Really disrespecting that match though. I didn't realize. Um, I didn't realize it until today. Apparently, during the pre-show, Booker T was going over. Uh, Bianca and Sasha's match is saying it was Black History, and JBL of all people is gonna say it's not Black History, it's history. I'm like, shut your <laughs> dumb, shut your dumb ass up. <laughs> Look, JBL, JBL reminding y'all, JBL reminding y'all that it ain't February no more. <laughs> uh, you motherfucker, you, so. you motherfucker. Like I, I was like, I like John. But when he said that, I was like, you motherfucker. Like, it's, it is Black History. They go talk about this years from now and say, like, yeah, for the first time ever, two Black women main evented a WrestleMania. It had never happened before until 2021. Like, it is Black History. You motherfucker. God damn, fuck you. She did the hair anyway. whip. I popped when she did the hair whip. Ooh, she cut Sasha uh, up. That reminded me when she cut Shayna up that one takeover they fought. Yeah. I was like, oh, God. I like the part where uh, Sasha went for the suicide dive and then Bianca caught her. That was the best suicide dive Sasha's ever done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every other time she does one, I'm like, she's literally, she's actually going to die. Because <laughs> her suicide dives be looking so sloppy and she'd be coming out all awkward. I'm like, stop doing, I was like, stop doing them. Stop doing them. Uh, I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but I'm hearing Tyson Kidd. Pro- uh, yeah, it looked like a match he produced because I was just like, all them counters they were doing, I was like, yeah, tied it. Like when I found out he produced it, I was like, yeah, Tyson, he's a lot like Edge, where he likes doing all those counters to moves and stuff. So I was like, all right. He didn't produce yeah. that. You know how I know? Nobody was yelling enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to go back to watch old NXTs and hear that shit again. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I, uh, or hearing, hearing McGillicuddy, because he was still McGillicuddy in NXT. Sha, Sha. <laughs> he got over with that too. The crowd started doing that shit with him. Man, when I was at the expo and I had to lift up those panels and stuff, every time I would lift something up, I go, "Yeah!" <laughs> and everybody would like burst out laughing. <laughs> They're like, I remember once. I remember one time I did that during an event, and some lady on the other side of the building was like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> and my uh, coworker was like, and my coworker was like, you got to excuse him, man. He gets very enthusiastic about lifting. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I wake up, I eat a protein bar, I drink a protein shake, and I get going, man. I get really going. She was like, well, I, I can tell you look very excited. 
I cut an old '80s, I cut an '80s promo on her. Oh my god! But uh, <laughs> ah, yeah, without without go. without without the cocaine, but, <laughs> like nobody was yelling up. But like I said, I, like coming in, I was like, man, I'm so sick of this Bailey disrespect. Because Cole was like, Sasha's gonna go down as probably the greatest of all time. I said, if y'all don't put some fucking respect on Bailey's Bailey. name, Sasha's yeah. great. We're not gonna deny that. But listen, I like Bailey didn't get her there or help get her there. Damn it. Yeah. Those are still some of Sasha's legit best matches are with Bailey. I want to hear what Bailey's pitches were because she said she pitched a lot of stuff and she said some of it got turned down. I wonder what her pitches were for WrestleMania this year. Well, I, I probably really, to put her on TV more and give her a match. <laughs> probably. No. They said no. I know, I know at one point she got on Twitter, she said something about Russell Trish Stratus at WrestleMania. I was like, I'd pay to see that. Well, she was calling Beth out for a minute. She wanted to face She's Beth. calling Beth out. I, I mean... Beth, I'm, I shit. Bailey's safe enough. I'm sure she can get in there with Beth and not fuck her up. Yeah, I'm, she kept calling Michael Cole out. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to see wanna... that. I don't want to see Cole. I, that I, that's yeah, funny. I don't want to see that. Y'all can y'all can fuck around like before the show comes on the air. <laughs> like, y'all, like when y'all get to the building at two o'clock, y'all can do that shit. Yeah, I'm like, y'all need to stop disrespecting my girl, Bailey. Stop disrespecting Pam. Like there was at one point where I was like, out of the four. She's the best worker. Like I was wondering, comes, like, when it comes to work rate, she was the best out of the four. Yeah, I um, shit. I hope like she is facing Nikki at SummerSlam this year. Otherwise, what was the point in her like get punched and rolling all the way down the damn ramp like that? I know. Otherwise, you just make her like the biggest. Goof. Yeah, I'm like, she held. She has the longest reigning. She's the longest reigning champion in SmackDown history now. She crushed JBL's record, right? Yeah, she so had I'm over like, a year. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, she's got to get a rematch or something. Because Bailey, Bailey's won some big matches, but she's like, how can I say this? She's never like really had that marquee match, you know? Yeah, they don't. Let her, they don't give it to her for some reason. At first, you could argue that okay, well, she didn't have much charisma. I'm like, she got it fucking now. Yeah, like she she it needs to have it, you know, she needs to have that money match and Bailey versus Nikki Bella is money. Like, just just go ahead and do that shit. I was like, now granted, preferably the fan of me, I'd rather see like face Bailey versus heel Nikki, but it's be, being whatever it is nowadays. Uh, I don't want to go too deep into that. We can talk about that another show, but face Bailey was just <laughs> money. They threw down the toilet. I don't want to every see opportunity face Bailey ever, ever again for what they did. They threw that money down the toilet when she got called up. Yeah, it was the um, easiest thing in the world to do when you fucked it up. But night two started. Night two, yes. With Randy Orton versus the Fiend. Can we like not even? Can we not even like elaborate on that? Because that shit irritated the hell out of me. The red light was like, back. That was number one. Number two, Alexa came I like out. The intro. I Alexa like the intro. Alexa came out with the fucking whatever that shit on her face was. Somebody yeah. said it like Squidward jizzed on her. <laughs> I was about to brag about you guys saying, oh, I told you guys the match in the last 30 seconds or whatever, and they end up actually having a real match. It was five like, minutes. No, then Randy just won, and that was the end of that, and then they disappeared, and then the fans were booing because it was stupid. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, why would you put a cliffhanger on WrestleMania? WrestleMania is where feuds, like, if you have a long-term feud like that, would you blow it off at WrestleMania, you know? You could have had Fiend beat Randy and then do that bullshit the next night on Raw. Don't bring that shit to WrestleMania and fucking bog down the start of the show. Because really, booking 101, when you put a show together, 
your first match or your last match are your most important shows. Your first match is probably like the most important show because that's going to set the tone for the rest of the show. When you start off shitty, it's underwhelming. And then you follow it up with that tag match afterwards. It's like... Oh, yeah. Night two was... No, night two took a minute to get going, to be honest. Yeah. That mess had some ups and some downs because this mess was Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus Natty and Tamina. And I was like, I guess Shayna and Natty are going to be carrying this match. But to my surprise, Tamina got a lot of minutes and Nia got a lot of minutes. <laughs> so I was like... I, I kind of, looking at this match, I kind of wish they did what they did last year. Just have a representative of each team and just have it be a one-on-one match. <laughs> just Shayna versus Natty. Yeah, that's what I would have rather have seen. I, and I'm like, technically these teams, I mean, Natty and Tamina are being baby, but at the same time, I'm like, these teams are actually still both. Yeah. Yeah. Um, shit, what was the next match? Owens and Zane? That's the set. That's the one they should have started with. Yeah, that was good. Owens and Zane was I put in the uh, I put in the group chat just because Logan Paul was at ringside, right? Yeah, I said yeah. his. Re- I'm like his reactions are mine when I'm watching a good match. Yeah. <laughs> like, that man I, just that man just fell out. Like, he was like, "What the fuck?" I was like, Jesus I, I, "I looked over at my mom. I was like, these two don't miss. When you put these motherfuckers in the ring, they don't miss. I ain't never seen a Sammy and Kevin match that was bad ever." And this only like, went nine minutes. Yeah, and yeah. it was still really good. It was like their greatest hits. Like they did all their greatest hits to the match. I was like, keep this shit going. More of this, please. Now I still I think like, they fucked up back in what was it, 2016 when they had that match at Battleground? That yeah, Sammy that Sammy beat Kevin's ass decisively. And then not only did they not not only did they stay on the same brand, despite the fact that they said this is gonna be the last time they fight, they didn't push Sammy after that. Yeah. Uh, Sammy was ricochet before ricochet was ricochet. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's uh, always- and what ricochet showed up. What a year or two later, ricochet yeah. showed up in NXT. Sammy is ricochet is basically in the same spot Sammy was in in 2016. Yeah, where he was, he was on Raw and then he was on main event. He was on main event for the rest of the month. Then he like ricochets on Raw like once a month basically. And you know what I realized that for the most part Vince definitely don't watch NXT. And how I knew was when Ricochet came up to the main roster. And I'm like, all he's doing is flipping. Yep. Why won't you let Ricochet do power moves? Ricochet can do power moves. Like, I remember when he faced Dijak. That was like his first match in NXT. He faced Dijak. He deadlifted that fucker and suplexed yeah, him. I'm like, Ricochet's strong as shit. Ricochet decis- deceptively strong. Why won't you let him do power moves, Vince? But, hey, uh, Sheamus beat Riddle. <laughs> I like that match. What do you guys think of that? I like the rolling paper promo with RVD. That's that what really you like. I said, this yeah. motherfucker really gave these dudes rolling papers. <laughs> but Vince has <laughs> no idea what the fuck those are. He probably was like, rolling papers? What are they? What is he rolling? Uh, I'll show you. RVD's like, I'll show you right now, sir. <laughs> um, it's for rolls of quarters, Vince. I I thought it was all right. I, it was okay. I, I just know what was originally supposed to happen. Like Riddle was really a positional champion. That's that's really yeah, all. That's what he came down. But to. he was trans. But he was transitional to somebody that nobody cares about. <laughs> yeah, he, like if you go transition it, give it to like we said earlier, Mustafa or something. He transitioned to Sheamus, who nobody really cares about. Yeah, that, he, would, that feud with Drew was cool for a second, but that was mostly because of Drew. Apparently, Keith Lee was supposed to win the U.S. title at Elimination Chamber. But he got hurt, so they gave it to Riddle. Oh, so, so it was actually supposed to, it was actually supposed to be Keith Lee and Sheamus. Well, let's I hope mean, Keith comes back and takes it off Sheamus. That's what I'm thinking is happening because I 
for the first time ever, when I did my predictions, I picked Sheamus to win the match. I've never picked. <laughs> I've never picked Sheamus in my life. I, I've never Not picked. In my life. I've never picked Sheamus to win anything. I'm always like, uh, if it was Sheamus versus El Torito, uh, El Torito could go over. But um. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm just kidding. No, hell no. Um, no, hell no, you're not. <laughs> um, fuck. Uh, like, it was the first time I was like, okay, if Keith Lee comes back, he needs to come back and challenge a heel. And nobody likes seeing Seamus get beat up more than me. So, Seamus <laughs> would be perfect. Apollo so, Crews versus Big E. And this this match fell flat. Up. It really yeah. did. It, it was only flat. it was only six minutes. That's number one. <laughs> like you had all the drums around the ring, right? They didn't use no one fucking drum. They didn't use no one drums. damn drum. I'm like this shit called a Nigerian drum fight. Not one Nigerian drum was used. What? Hey, shout out to Wale for doing that performance though. That was a pretty dope ass performance. It got Wale was probably, Wale was probably Wale. like, man, I did this performance for this bullshit. Wale is cool and all, but. My pet peeve of rappers perform live is when they have the vocals in the background as well. Like, why aren't you just rapping over the fucking instrumental? I hate that. <laughs> I hate it. Like, I was watching it and I, I can hear a voice on top of Wale's voice and I'm just like, oh my gosh, he's doing it. He's doing it. See, shit like this is why you're not in the same spot as Kendrick and J. Cole because <laughs> bullshit like this when Kendrick and Cole are on stage rapping is over the instrumental your black ass is up there rapping over the actual track like <laughs> you motherfucker oh, man. see this is why people when people look at you the only thing they think about is Lotus Flower Bomb that's it that's the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, I'm done God. ranting. Let's. Let's Yeah, but Apollo won because Baba Tunde came back. I don't even know if that's going to be his name anymore. But Baba Tunde came back, or Doga Kato, or wherever the, or Doga Kato, or I laugh every time I hear his name. It's like Baba Tunde. <laughs> Potato. See, you fucked it up. <laughs> See, it's like when people mention Shawn Michaels' last name to me, I always laugh. Hickenbottom. Hickerbottom? I always thought it was Hickerbottom. It's Hickenbottom. I was like, I bet the this is a military kid. I bet the first day of school for him was hell. <laughs> Hickenbottom. You, you can see this one trickle of sweat coming down his face. Like, please don't say my last name. Please just call me Michael. Please just call me Michael. <laughs> just Michael Hickenbottom? Oh, fuck. <laughs> But yeah, this this fell flat as shit. I'm like, way to end Biggie's damn Intercontinental Title run. Yeah, I didn't I was like, like that. I thought Biggie was should have won. I was like, now Biggie has to work overtime to get to that main event next year at WrestleMania. I'm like, like, ooh, this. <sighs> like, was I was happy that you know it was two black men compete for a title at WrestleMania, but I was like, ugh, this ain't the wave. This ain't how I want this to go out. <laughs> It's like, ugh. All right, next match. Rhea versus Asuka for the Raw Women's Championship. I had a problem with this match. Palette cleanser for me. Rika, you said you had a comment about this. Oh, um, just really how Asuka's been betrayed. Um, I like Asuka, don't get me wrong, but I like NXT Asuka. And I just don't get why Vince feels the need to dumb some people down. Like when you sent that clip of her talking on YouTube, I'm like, Oh, her English ain't bad at all, no, really. It, it's really not. <laughs> I'm like, then why does Vince have her do this goofy shit on the show? She can talk. 
pretty damn good. Like, it, it just irritates. Like, I just don't like how I don't like Vince's betrayal of. I don't like how yeah. she was she was a badass in NXT that nobody would dare cross. That chicks would like tremble in fear. Her fucking music would hit, and the overall complexion of the show would change. Now she's on the main roster. She's basically a cartoon character. Yeah, it goes. It goes back. It, I guess it kind of goes to. It's what Moxley said, actually, on Jericho's podcast when he first left. He said, the worst thing I ever did in WWE was show Vince McMahon that I was funny. Yeah. Because <laughs> once he found that out, that's all he wanted to do. And it seems yeah. like that's what he did with Asuka. He probably heard Asuka, because Asuka is genuinely a fun-loving person. You can tell on the YouTube videos. Yeah. Like, she's bubbly and all energetic, all that other kind of shit. She's a real nice person. So I'm sure Vince probably saw her backstage popping whoever back there talking to him. And he was like, oh, we could do something with that. And then uh, off to the races. I, I, That's what I happened. Just, like Rhea, like Rhea and Oscar, that I was sold already. Cause I've I love Rhea Ripley. Like she's yeah, Rhea's great. She she's a fucking star. I said um, it when she showed up in the NYC first time. Same thing I said about Bianca. I said they're gonna be stars. Those two. Yeah. Be stars. Yeah, you can see it right off the bat. Um, Rhea Ripley, I give her, I give Rhea Ripley five years on top at best before she goes off and does something else. Five years tops. But I, I was sold on this match. I would have been more sold if it was like NXT Oscar versus Rhea Ripley. Uh-huh. I, it, and it just frustrated me that, you know, Rhea debuted on Raw and she's being like really serious as she challenged Oscar. And then Vince has her doing the, the stereotypical Japanese stuff that they used to have them do back in like the seventies and eighties. Mm. Like I, I just have a problem with that. It's it's just never, like as a black man, it triggers me that he portrays like his Japanese talent that way. It just and, irritates the fuck out of me. And the thing that kills me though, right? What, what was it? A week, two weeks before that, I saw a glimpse of NXT Oscar, and you know when it was when she was about to murder Shayna Baszler. Yeah, she came back. The whole thing was popping up. It's like, Asuka's coming back. Asuka's coming back. And then Shayna's like, I ain't worried about her. All right, kick your teeth out. Asuka came back. They had a match for a hot second for Asuka said, fuck this, and tried to murder Shayna. Shayna wouldn't even have made it to WrestleMania if the ref didn't stop Asuka from curb stomping her damn face into that exposed bottom buckle. Exactly. Then after that, they just... I didn't watch Raw the next week, so I don't know. But as far as I know, they just... All right, that's done. Wipe their hands of that shit. And then they immediately started building towards Rhea Asuka. I'm like, yeah, that was garbage. Nah, yeah. hell nah. Y'all should have kept Asuka going that trajectory. Shayna tried yeah, to play Shayna... Shayna tried to play her. <laughs> Shayna was about to get murdered. Like, that's when Asuka should have had a full character shift and was like, Yeah, I've been too nice to yeah. y'all for too long. Fuck that. <laughs> it's like we, that, we, I'm, I'm going back to the way I'm used to. Raw has got to have out of all the shows at WWE. Raw is the most schizophrenic show they have. It's I, like, I'm just, yeah. it's almost like AEW. <laughs> like, almost. <yeah. laughs> I'm like, by the way, that that Raw after Mania got a two point zero three. It usually does. Raw after Mania, Not, even, if the, even if the show is shit, it usually pops around. Yeah, it, it normally does. Um, everybody was expecting these big returns. I'm like, y'all expecting Raiders returns. came back. I'm like, that's like, it. Like y'all expecting these big returns, but. There's no crowd there. Yeah, they didn't have a <laughs> yeah. crowd, which is weird to me. I'm like, usually the same people that go to Mania are the same people that go to Raw and SmackDown after. But I guess they didn't yeah. do with tickets like that this year. Uh-uh. 
Now they say they're going to see what happens in August and they're going to see where everything is around that time. And then they're going to make a decision. They're going to make a decision where they're going to continue to do, do what they're doing now, or they're going to start touring again. Mm-hmm. Like their, yeah. their residency is up at, uh, I don't know how to pronounce that shit. I have a hard name. So if I see a name that's hard to pronounce, I don't even try it because I want to fuck it up. But where they're at now, their residency is up August 2nd. The Thunderdome? So, yeah, they, they're not in a Tropicana field anymore. They're, they're somewhere else in Tampa now. Oh, yeah. Uh, with but, And yeah, then you I, mentioned touring. I'm like, I honestly believe NXT could start doing that a bit. I know they got the yeah. CWC, but that was one of their... I think that was one of the at first I was trying to deny it but then I thought about Larry I'm like nah it's right that was one of the disadvantages they had with AEW was because like <laughs> AEW was touring a bit and yeah. the sets looked different but NXT was just still in full sale so it kind of looked the same oh yeah I, I remember me and you were talking about this um what did I say like Triple H says something about it's a budget thing you know if they're going on show with if they're going on a road with Raw and Smackdown and then you add NXT there's even more money the company is spending, even though they have it. Yeah, it it, it costs a lot of fucking money to say like, "Hey, let's go and shoot a TV show." Like to say, "All right, we're gonna do a house show." That's just all you need is an entrance and a ring and a lighting rig. That's it. It's a barricade. That's it. But TV, like you gotta pay for camera crew. You gotta pay for all this other shit. So it's yeah, I get that. Take, but the thing I was talking about it was like, I'm not saying they gotta go far out. I'm yeah. just like maybe like once like one show a month, right? They do one in the they do like maybe first of the month, middle of the month, wherever the fuck they do a show in the Capitol Wrestling Center, right? But then like the rest of the month, they do like one of the like some of the smaller buildings in Florida, like that's close to them, so you know they ain't got to go super far yet. Like Florida, yeah. <laughs> like one in like shoot a TV and like okay, we're gonna be in uh I don't know, we're gonna be at this one building in Orlando because they can run the same buildings that AEW does. So we're going to be at this one thing in Atlanta this week. And then we're going to be in Orlando this week. We're going to be in Atlanta this one week. We're going to go maybe, I don't know, somewhere in fucking South Carolina one week. And then bam, we're back to Florida. Like just little, just stuff around there. They ain't got to go super duper far, like fucking Washington or some shit like that. Just, just little, just shots around their area. So they ain't got to spend that much. Right. That's what I was. (laughs) And then if the, obviously if the brand grows, then you know you get the money yeah. then expand more but just to start out just do just do buildings that are around you because people are going to come if you advertise it live nxt yeah. taping at uh florida like when they're not at full sale what was where they at when they weren't at full sale was that florida state when they weren't at, yeah they're at florida state yeah that that building was a bit bigger so i don't like when they were at run that one say what I didn't like when they were at that center stage arena in Atlanta. I didn't I didn't like that at all. Oh yeah, I didn't care I, for that. But I was just like just throwing out just random things that I know are near that they ain't gotta go that far. Shit, you can run a yeah. TV and then come back that same night. <laughs> like you ain't gotta worry about getting no plane because what Atlanta's not that far. Like, like what, four or five hours? Not that far yeah. to drive. Plus they were taking buses anyway. I'm sure they probably still do that. They go <laughs> buses will be on TV that week, the ring crew and shit, and they all just go. Uh, but yeah, Rhea beat Oscar. Uh, I yeah. My only problem with this match was the DDT spot on the apron or off the apron. I feel like Rhea kind of does like no. Well, she got in the ring later than Oscar did. Oscar kind of just went back straight up, even though she took more of the bump than Rhea did. And then like not even five minutes later to finish. But <laughs> yeah, like Rike said, uh, I think as much as I love seeing Oscar on TV, 
hell if he if it was up to me i'd see oscar on every goddamn tv on every show <laughs> but I, hell when hey maybe it's not the break you want but it's the break you you might need a little bit just you know you yeah. get them teeth fixed just chill out just just cool out think of stuff mm-hmm. come back as like that picture i put in chat where she was when she had that full face paint that white face paint with the, like blood on the side and shit I'm yeah. like, come back here and wear that shit. Totally different character change. Like, this is a whole different Oscar. She don't talk to nobody. She ain't dancing, nothing. She come to the ring, bell ring. She fuck your shit up and she leave. That's all she do. That's that's what I try to do. I'm like, Oscar, you gonna turn you heel when you get back. Not like the crazy boppy heel that you were. We're gonna make you straight up straight heel. I want killer Kana. That's what I call her. I'm like, I want killer Kana. <laughs> when people see you we gonna make you like shit when people see you coming around nah you're gonna be the fucking boogeyman like they hear oscar people start running they're like what the fuck oscar here where oscar at hell nah uh, i can't work tonight <laughs> like oscar here fuck that but yeah that's what i would do i don't know but charlotte's back so hopefully they give charlotte rhea, hopefully they give rhea her win back Nope, Charlotte's gonna win back the title you already know fuck you <laughs> come on it's destiny fuck off uh, in the main event from this one, Roman Reigns defending against Edge and Daniel Bryan for the Universal Probably title. A match that Daniel edge. Bryan shouldn't have been in. Yeah, I've never. I, I'm. I'm gonna say the same. I said the same thing Marcel said in the group chat. I. It was a match that didn't need Bryan because Roman and Edge. <clears throat> it sells itself. Um, Apparently, they said that I heard uh, the reason Daniel got put in was because they were afraid the crowd were going to boo Edge and cheer Roman. What? No. And I'm like, why the fuck would they do either of those things? I mean, yeah, sure. Smart Mark fans are going to cheer Roman or whatever. But for the most part, why would anybody boo Edge? Yeah. like what? His story's ready made. He He had to forcibly retire 10 years ago. He came back in the Rumble, got injured again facing Randy, fought back from that injury, won the Rumble from the number one position, and is going to WrestleMania to get the title that he said he never lost. Why would anybody boo him? Exactly. I, it doesn't surprise me if that is what Vince was thinking, considering Vince was the same guy that 10 years ago thought people were going to boo Steve Austin after coming back from having neck fusion surgery. And then turning them heel at WrestleMania 17. And this is the like, same Vince man that had fucking Randy Orton and Triple H borderline try to kill each other only for their damn match in Mania to be a regular wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> killed that I, entire I, uh, killed that entire match. And if you heard the the pop that Edge got that night, they definitely were gonna boo him. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes yeah. a fucking sense that they even had that thought process. One of my favorite Edge entrances at the moment is that wrestling bro. It was fucking fire. And I asked you, Robert, you remember people's attires because, well, you're weird. Has Orton ever worn all white? <laughs> no, that was actually the first time uh, he wore all white. Well, it was white, red, and black. But I thought it was white, orange, and black, but yeah. Um, it could have been orange. I don't know. It was white and black and something. It looked red to me. It yeah, I want to hear the backstory of why he started changing his gear up. Who, Randy? Yeah. Okay, so Randy said apparently his wife went to, uh, I guess they were at Access or something, and some executives from Mattel were there, and she was looking at the toys. And she, how come y'all don't have any new action figures on my husband? And the guys were like, "Well, your husband never changes his ring attire. Mm-hmm. He always has the same thing on. Mm-hmm. So, so if he if he like 
came up with some new gear, yeah, we'll have like more action figures of them, but until then, we just have, you know, the ones from that initial launch. <laughs> Why'd you start changing your gear up, Randy? Money. <laughs> Merch money. Why'd you start cutting better promos, Randy? Money. <laughs> it's hey, Steve Austin motivated him to cut better promos. <laughs> and then he yeah, was like, he needed to. That was only that was Orange one big fault. Like he would be either decent at promos or just like what the fuck was that, Randy? Well, the reason Kevin never shuts up is because it's Stone Cold. Because yeah. he met Stone Cold at an airport or something. He asked for some advice, and Stone Cold told him to never stop talking. So, there you go. Apparently, he does that too much backstage as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, this triple threat match, I thought it was good. The only thing, the only thing that only knock I had on it didn't have anything to do with the match itself. I just hated the camera work of it. Yeah, the camera I, could have been a little bit better. Like, um, whenever, whenever I watch main roster, I have to like mentally prep myself because okay, it's not shot like NXT. It's more colorful and shit like that. Like they do the shaky cam and then they do the zoom in, zoom out shit. I was like, bro, just just one shot. You don't have to like do ten camera cuts on a guy throwing punches. Like, just one shot. Yeah, that's what WWE does, though. It's so annoying. That's what Kevin Dunn does, and all that crazy fifty million shots. Why is he still shit. producing, bro? Like he's Vince uh, likes him. Vince yeah, likes him. yeah. His dad. I'm pretty um, sure Vince likes ten different camera angling punch. Apparently, um, his dad car caught on fire, and he has some of the old WWF tapes in that car. And he saved those tapes from getting burned up. <clears throat> so I guess Vince feels like obligated to do to do right by his son. I mean, to do right by his dad by keeping his son on the payroll. <clears throat> I mean, me personally, I know some directors around here in Texas that can get that guy run for his money, but of course, <clears throat> Vince, people in AEW that can do that. Yeah, like Vince. That that is another thing I'll give AEW credit on. Their camera work is a lot better. A few times I watch a show. Well, when they catch people's spots, but I blame them more on the wrestlers and not the camera crew. Yeah, not the guys in the truck because yeah, they they'll know do hard camera is because they'll do crazy shit, but then not tell anybody beforehand when they're gonna do the crazy shit so they can't catch it. Yeah, but uh, yes, Roman won. He beat those guys <laughs> by stacking on top of each other. Personally, I didn't like that because I would have liked that if he I just loved pinned, it. I would have liked if he just pinned Brian and then he faced Edge backlash. No, because they heard our podcast and they're like, oh, we don't want to listen to that. No, nah, because Robert tweeted that shit. That's probably what he did. So they changed the finish up. <laughs> I, I saw that finish go down. I was like, that's a Paul Heyman finish. Because he's been saying that about, he been saying that about Brock doing that for years. Like Brock stacking one guy on top of the other and walking out a winner. That's an Andre so, finish. That's what that is. Yeah, so sure enough. It's an Andre beating two jobbers. <laughs> That's how Cornette described it. Yeah, but, I thought the triple threat was pretty fire, bro. I like the pace of it. Pretty physical. Jay Uso interfered way too much. Nah, well, it was expected. I know yeah. it was expected for him to interfere, but Jesus fuck. He was just like super kick, super I'm like kick. It, I'm like at this point. I'm like, like, nope. like at this I'm like at this point, just make this bitch a fatal four way. <laughs> Cause he's just all up in this shit. Just make it a fatal four way at this point. <clears throat> When is Jimmy supposed to be back? He's I thought Jimmy back. was supposed to be back soon. Apparently, I saw a video of him in the uh, PC. Maybe Friday. <clears throat> so, yeah, that was Mania. Overall, I'd give TakeOver an A. And Mania, uh... B plus. 
B minus. Ooh, okay. It wasn't bad, but it's just like I think night one was better than night two. Yeah, night one was because even though there was matches that we didn't really want to see, it at least started at least hot. It kept it started hot, and then it kept on going and going, even if the, it was like because no, the first two personally didn't want to see. Yeah, the first two nights. I mean, the first two matches of night two were like, oof. Yeah, then Kevin and Sammy. Then Kevin and Sammy were good. Sheamus and Riddle was all right. Apollo and Big E was oof. It was like kind of oof. Like it wasn't bad, but you know what the problem you know. was? I think now that I'm like now that we're just like talking about it and stuff, I think it's because all the heels won. Like most of the heels got over that night. Oh, this I was a heel ass mania. <laughs> like yeah. the only baby faces my that girl, won. My girl was mad because she was just like, none of my guys wanted to won, you know, and all the guys, of course, she wanted to win were baby faces. The only it's baby faces man. that won were on night two. Kevin Owens is the only baby face that won. Yeah. Because Orton yes. was a heel going in this feud. There was no way he wasn't. Orton was a heel. <laughs> he won. Nia and Shayna are heels. They won. Sheamus was a heel. He won. Apollo was a heel. He won. Rhea was a heel in this match, and she won. And Roman was a heel. Night two, shoot. Night two was pretty much straight up heels. Minus night fucking one? Braun and Cesaro. Oh, and Bianca. So that was a bit more even. Actually, no, night one was a bit more even. I think more baby yeah. faces won on night one. So I would give TakeOver an A plus uh, WrestleMania. <clears throat> what about you, Rike? Well, I saw all of TakeOver, so I'll give TakeOver a. will <laughs> give night two. Uh, uh, let me see. I liked, I liked Owens and Zayn. Rita and Oscar in the main event. And I give night two a C. Okay. So we were going to talk about AEW booking, but we've gone pretty long, which I expected we can talk about things. But actually, before that, before I'm going to end on this, Rike, I'm going to tell you a story. Actually, I'm going to give you a scenario real quick. Um, picture Robert, don't say nothing because I know you probably know where I'm going with this. But okay, picture evolution in 04, right? They've been in group for a year at this point. So let's say Rob Conway and Garrison Cade have been getting hot. Rob Conway's becoming a up and coming heel because I'm just using the 04 roster. So Rob Conway's up and coming heel. Garrison Cade's his heater. They're kind of getting some traction. So they end up joining Evolution, right? What? Bear with me. They end up joining Evolution. <laughs> So during the process of evolution, get, look, it's a thin roster. It's 04 Raw. I was trying to find out who the fuck I was going to use. So like Rob Conway or Edge? <laughs> edge? <laughs> like Edge? He was there. We can go Edge, Garrison yeah. Cade. Whatever floats your boat. We got Edge. We got John Morrison, even though he really wasn't on there at the time. John, uh, Johnny Nitro. But either way, so pick whatever, pick whatever hot up and coming heel you want and his heater. They join Evolution. The storyline going into it so far it seems like the new heel is trying to undermine triple h the story going is it seems like he's trying to turn the rest of evolution against triple h but it's a swerve turns out that the new heel has built his own faction from out of oh, under God. evolution and proceeds to beat the dog shit out of evolution with this new stable you still with me yeah okay okay but okay so <laughs> this goes two weeks right the new stable led by whoever the fuck you want and like three other guys they cut this great promo they cut this heel promo running down evolution I this last for going with this yeah i told you this last two weeks that second week 
My head Evo- already starting to hurt, by the way. Evolution comes back and they beat the shit out of the new faction. The new <laughs> heel faction beat the dog shit out of them, complete with drowning the new lead heel in a toilet and throwing him out of a room. Do you want to see this feud continue? No. Because it's done, right? Yeah, it's pretty much done. Once you once you once the old faction or once the established faction beats the new faction up already, there's really no point doing a match again. Especially when the lead guy's in his face dumped in a fucking toilet. Now replace evolution with the inner circle and that new faction with the pinnacle, MJF circle. That's exactly what the I fuck happened. That's exactly what happened. Robert, you can't deny it. That is literally what happened. We're two weeks into the storyline. You're going to give it It's over. Minute. It's not over. Who said it was over? Common Obi-Wan, sense. There's a tweet. Common no, sense said it was over. It's not over. It's so not over just for all the convoluted bullshit in the scenario aside, that is literally what happened. MJF oh, and Warlow. MJF and Warlow joined the, join the inner circle, right? And for all intents and purposes, it's like MJF was going to undermine and take the inner circle from Jericho. But Sammy Guevara wasn't having that shit, so he left because he didn't like MJF. So after they lost to the Bucks for that title match that had like a two, three week build because fuck it, who cares? It's the Bucks. They were pretty much going to kick MJF out the inner circle. But it turns out during this whole time, we never saw this shit. MJF built his own stable, which was that stable he made with FTR, Sean Spears, and Tully and Warlow or whatever. Your boy. Your boy. So they beat the fuck out the inner circle this last two weeks. It was like legit two weeks. And then the inner circle just came back and beat the shit out of the pinnacle, complete with giving MJF a fucking swirly and throwing him out the damn uh, dressing room and shit, like a sack of shit. Now, this next week, they're still feuding. So, of course. Jericho's getting beat. After Jericho runs down, not buries him, but he runs the shit out of him down verbally. Um, he gets beat Mike up Tyson. later in the night. Mike Tyson shows up and saves Jericho. That is literally what's happening with AEW right now. <laughs> I love it. And then the pinnacle is going to come back. Your boy Sean Spears is grab a chair. Fuck off. Oh, no, no, no. And you're missing the best part. This feud is going to blow off in that fucking war games like match that they advertised a year ago, but they couldn't do because of COVID. That blood and guts oh. match. That's what this match a- is going to turn into. I don't know about that. That's that's I- legit the blow off, Robert. Why do I why do I smell disaster? Oh, because it's going to be trash. Yeah. Also, because this blood and guts when they first advertised it, it was supposed to be the inner circle versus the fucking elite. <laughs> but now the elite are just blown to shit because no because they don't care about Cody. And then the Bucks are heel, I guess now with Omega and. <laughs> What that's the fuck why we is this? I'm telling you that that's legit. What's happening? That is what happened. Oh my gosh. I'm I'm like it feels like it feels like pinball storytelling. Like you don't know where the motherfucker's gonna go. It's bouncing from here and here and here. You you're just trying to avoid it falling in the little slot. But do people watch this shit. Yeah, and we go see tomorrow. Just how many people watch it now that NXT's gone. I, oh, let's hope they get a million. Oh. I don't know. I I don't watch the show, but just hearing that little bit made me want to pull hair that I don't have. Oh, but no, the bottom's falling out because you know who finally criticized AEW? Uncle Dave. Oh, okay. he started. He started. 
he ain't gonna get invited to the Christmas party no more. Because <laughs> uh, he started, he pretty much started <laughs> saying all the shit that us and Cornette said like a year ago about how they're signing too many people, and then the storylines aren't making any sense, and this, that, and the other, all obvious shit. But the funny yeah, thing is, but- he never mentioned Tony Khan's name. No, I think he did in a tweet. He was just like, oh, don't worry. Uh, I'm pretty sure Tony Khan's aware of it. No, he's not. I, I remember or he doesn't care. On, I remember being on Twitter and Brian Lass was criticizing AEW, pretty much saying the same things. And Dave came after him. Yeah, and Dave pretty much blew a gasket. He was like, what and the fuck I, are you talking about? I'm it's like, the best thing ever. Now, now, all these months later, now he's saying... Now he's saying basically the same thing everyone else is saying about the show. It, it, it's, yeah, it sounds kind of bullshit if you ask me. Um, I think I said it in a group chat, but he, Tony reminds me of Dixie in a sense <laughs> that, you know, Dixie was pretty much doing whatever. Guys were just taking money from her, not really telling her shit. That's Out, pretty much what's happening now. A, yeah. You know, Cornette was trying to say something to her, and you know, but she wasn't trying to hear that, of course. But maybe Dixie Carter should go to AEW it'd be better run <laughs> <laughs> like Tony and Dixie team up and they have like this ultimate power trip then somebody so, instead of like he kind of instead of instead of like ignoring Jim Cornette maybe take some of his advice because me and Tempo can tell y'all like we've almost got slaughtered in independent dressing rooms for saying well you know Cornette's not completely wrong I mean yeah he's not wrong <laughs> not 100% <laughs> wrong yeah, I'm right. like I'm like I listen to Cornette's podcast for the jewels like he's not just saying like hey this is a fucking bullshit promotion he's actually gonna provide solutions so I'm like you know y'all don't like his opinion but he's really telling y'all right you know like he's telling them shit they don't want to hear Somebody, somebody does need to pull Tony to the side and say, "Hey, man, how about you? Uh, how about you see who's a free agent out there? You know, it's something that I got told too because I was talking about starting my own thing, and I got told like, yeah, just make sure if you ever start your own wrestling motion, make sure you get with somebody who knows how to run a show. You know, it's one thing that you have your ideas, but you always want to have a person in your back pocket that knows how a show should go, and it just doesn't seem like Tony has that." Like, if, if I was working up there, I would tell Tony, like, hey, I think you should, like, try to see who's a free agent, who's out there available for work, who's not on the contract, because all the best bookers and promoters are working with WWE, you know? I would use, like, Raven. No. Nah. Um, you are, see, you already fucking up. I see, like, I'd use Raven. Like, um, like WWE's got Gabe Sapolsky, Jeff Jarrett, um, fuck who else? They got Paul Heyman. Still got Michael Hayes. Yeah, they still they got, got Michael, Michael Hayes. Um, the best person I would say Tony Khan could probably use as far as running a show. And well, shit, not even Eric Bischoff. Fuck um, <laughs> Bischoff. <laughs> maybe, nah, not after what Bischoff said. Not after what other audience. Not after what Bischoff said. Somebody asked yeah. about that TNA partnership. He said that ain't doing shit. Yeah, like no, yeah, he wasn't wrong. Matter. Like, it, like their audience hasn't grown. Like no, that's it why hasn't. WWE, like WWE, they did the thing with Jericho, 
because Jericho was a big star in WWE and so was Steve Austin. So. Yeah, and also Vince at this point knows they in competition. Yeah, Vince, I feel like Vince at AEW. I feel like Vince looks at AEW the same way he looked at TNA. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, they're there, but yeah, he was, a, he was, soon. yeah, he was a little bit, he was a little bit rattled at first. You know, they got that. You know, they were on TNT, which had his former biggest rival. You know, he knows the cons had a lot of money. Yeah. Some people that worked for him were there, like you know, Cody and Dustin were over there, and yeah. you know, all this that, and the other. But after a while, Vince was like, really. He's- He's probably gonna look at it like ECW pretty soon. He's just gonna feel bad for him. It's not really funny. It bites. You know what I mean? Help him out, like throw him a bone, like you know. And then we're talking about. And then, well, what to what Rike said, he was like, "See who's a free agent." I'd do the exact opposite. I'd cut a bunch of people first. Yeah, they got a lot of people on that roster that are making too Talent much money. Talent wise, yeah, but I wouldn't cut anyone like agent wise. People got stage. The majors ain't doing shit. Like, person, I don't like. I don't know who. I I ain't no, I ain't shit. I ain't nobody. So, but at the same time, these just off the top of my head, I cut Joey Janela. Whoa, 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 whoa! I cut. Whoa, fuck off! I cut. <laughs> I cut Chris Statlander. I cut. Okay, yeah. Shit. Jack Evans. <laughs> yeah, sure, Robert. We'll cut Jack Evans. Cut <laughs> the fuck out of him, bro. I cut Jack Evans. I'd cut the acclaimed. <laughs> I would. I'd like a lot of these guys on there. I'd cut fucking Luther. I'd cut Serpentico. I'd cut uh, Scissor Bononi. Peter Avalon. Like, I would cut Peter Avalon. He ain't shit. I'd cut him. <laughs> I'm like, I'd get rid of a lot of people on the roster, to be honest. I'd cut that shit almost in half. No, I'd downsize about like 10 to 20%. And I'm like, let's focus on these guys right here that we can do something with. Let's focus on Hangman. Let's focus on Darby. Let's focus on fucking, uh, uh, we can probably do some private party. Let's focus on them. Let's do some with Dead Triangle. Like, you got some guys that can actually be something. Yeah, they have talent. Don't get me wrong. That's one thing you can't say about AEW. They have the talent. It's they ain't got scary. nearly as good talent as WWE or Impact. Of course not, no. Yeah. Or ROH. I mean, <laughs> like, that, that's kind of like my biggest thing, too. Like, there's a lot of guys that have a lot of talent they have assigned. And from my understanding, it's like a buddy-buddy system up there. Like, oh, well, <clears throat> there's some guys from Texas that are getting shots. Like Chandler Hopkins was just on AEW Dark. I'm just like, man, y'all are bringing these people in. Y'all are having them on Dark, but y'all ain't signing nobody. You know, the the best thing you should try to do is try to sign, like, some of these unknown guys as well. Because, like, what, what you going to do? Because they going to start getting some – like, Ivelisse just left, and we can talk about Ivelisse on the next show. But yeah. uh, Lee just left, right? Yeah. They let B go. They let B Priestley go because of COVID, which, understandable, is whatever. She can't come to the States, it's whatever. But they let B Priestley go because of COVID. She probably ain't coming back. Rumor is she going to NXT UK. Then you got yeah. – then like Rike just said they got people there that they're putting in for shots that aren't they aren't signing case in point ben carter they didn't sign him nathan fraser whatever he's called now in uk they didn't sign him he in uk now and you can tell he gonna be good but they like Rike already gave him the endorsement a couple weeks ago like he gonna be good straight up they didn't sign him as far as I know, Thunder Rosa is still not signed. He's still not signed, no. As far as I know, how the fuck you put so much stock in Thunder Rosa, who's pretty much been the top woman in your division for a month or two, and she still ain't signed? 
it almost feels like she could beat Sheeta at this point. Just on momentum. She might as well. Alone, you know what I mean? She might as well. Serena Deeb. I think Serena Deeb is signed, but she hasn't been on TV in a few months. Is she the in and she the and NWA Women's Champion right now? She the NWA Women's Champion. She beat Thunder Rosa for that. Like it's it's it's, it's just a bunch of different things. Her booking is crazy, but because I, I I was just thinking like man, <clears throat> wish my voice would be giving out. But um, I just look at what WWE has done recently. Like they just had the biggest recruitment class, and here y'all are bringing a bunch of these young guys are around, and y'all ain't signing. Y'all are gonna make the same mistake TNA made years ago. Because I remember me and Temple were on our way to Houston, I think. And Tempo asked me one time, he's like, so clarify something for me real quick. There was a point in time where Daniel Bryan, Seth Rollins, Asaro, Chris Hero, because Chris Hero was still with NXT at the time. Yeah. Um, who else? Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens. He's like, so you mean to tell me all those guys were free agents and Dixie Carter didn't sign any of them? I was like, that's exactly what I'm saying. And that's pretty much what's what I'm predicting is going to happen pretty soon here. A lot of these indie guys that I'm hearing about now that don't have contracts and ain't signed anybody, I think WWE is going to pick them up. People will say, them, oh, yeah. well. People they keep talking people about they're going to make that and they going to make that NXT for NXT brand. Yeah. I'm telling you, Thunder Rosa is in the next year, bro. I could I see it. Sneaking, I, I have this uh, like this hunch. At one point, I would have said, nah, because she got her school in Texas, but Mako got her school in Japan, and she still went to do UK. So I She think... can have other people run the school and still visit it. You know? Well, yeah, Mako yeah, still visits uh, Mako still visits the, school. I think the school y'all, y'all are talking about is um, Dog Pound Wrestling. That's not back in Jagged School. Yeah, I thought Thunder Russell was part of that, too. Ain't she? She is, she is, but it's mostly Rodney and Jazz at school. Oh, uh, well, shit, if she ain't got the school, then, then yeah. I think there was a rumor they were, like, bidding for her back and forth, but I don't think she signed anywhere yet still. And, uh, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. It was just Christ. Um, all these, all this talent they haven't signed. But even, oh, okay, I remember now. With, uh, it, it's becoming sort of, like, impact now, because you got Big Show and you got Christian there, right? And you got Sting there. And... It's uh, what some people were talking about. They're talking about, oh, yeah, they got Christian. They got Miro. They got Sting. They got all these guys. It's like, oh, they're going to do something with this. WDB didn't do. But then you don't, people don't think about it from the same because they don't want to admit that some of these guys aren't as good as they think they are or they're too old. Maybe they're not signing these guys away from WWE. Maybe WWE is just letting them go because they don't have any use for them anymore. So they're like, okay, go to AEW. Like you can tell, like the thing about it, WWE, right? They let all those people go last year when the pandemic, when the pandemic kind of hit, they let all those people go, right? How many of them did AEW pick up? They picked up Miro. That's pretty Pretty much, yeah, they picked up Miro. That's pretty much it. Yeah. I'm just like, you're, they didn't pick up. They had Matt Cardona come in for a couple of shots, didn't sign him. Then he ended up going to impact. Gals and Anderson went to Impact. Kurt Hawkins went to Impact. Fucking, uh, I think Leo was gone before the pandemic, but they let him go. He went to MLW and did some stuff in New Japan. Deanna went to Impact. They didn't, nope, barely any, nobody really went to AEW, but fucking Cesar Bononi, Miro, and like Tay Conti. Yeah. So which is like, y'all, WWE dropped a lot of people and y'all didn't pick any of them up? 
not a one but you want christian who y'all were like main event level talent and not main event like hall of fame level caliber yes christian is but come on now he's only been on one in one episode bro i don't even think he was on the last two episodes fuck no nah. y'all had him come in and then did that tease with kenny and he and kenny haven't talked or looked at each other since nope but he went 20 minutes so fucking kazarian who kazarian's good but kazarian's a mid-card dude always has been the fuck going 20 minutes get him and go do with christian go do for christian nothing and it ain't gonna do nothing with kazarian for kazarian so what was the point of that? You signed Big Show or Paul White. He doing fucking commentary on your second internet show that nobody watches, but is apparently canon because during the damn Kazarian Christian match, they were like, Kazarian has the best winning percentage in AEW. Then why ain't that fucker going for the title? Because the shit don't matter. And on that note, <laughs> I think yeah, we're going right. to call it a night for tonight. We'll Hell see yeah, y'all guys. next time. <laughs>